Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greener, one by man who had to try away from the television. He's missing the WBBO09. My co-captain Dave, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, loosen the ship, blockheads, millions around the world. Yep, lots going on. We, uh, we, this is the start of a new season, obviously. Uh, yep, we season, were I forget what season, right? 49, 57. which is impressive because we're not even 49 weeks into the year, but we've created 49 <laughs> for this, this yeah. for 2023. Well, we're trendsetters, Greeno. We're, we are. We yeah. are trendsetters. Uh, good news, though. We're, yeah. Good news, though. We're off next week, so this is the season finale. That's right. <laughs> also being the debut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the last show of the season and the first show. Uh, first we announced. Yeah. No one can. No one can criticize us of not informing the audience, Greeno, because on the first show of the season, we already told them when the last show of the season is going to be, and it's going to be yeah. today. So maybe this one because we're off next week. Yeah. Lots going so on. Look out for the big. Uh, Look for the big season premiere in two weeks' it. time. Yeah, we yeah. we did lunch of legends last week. We'll we'll probably touch on that a little later. But yeah. uh, we actually missed uh, the review, Greeno, of the referendum vote that happened here. And uh, in case you missed it, in case you've been living under a rock and you've been waiting, in case you you get all of your news only from this program, from this and program. you've been waiting to hear yeah. the result, yeah. let me tell you that it was a resounding yeah nah <laughs> that was yeah nah. Australia yeah, nah. voted yeah nah. Yeah, definite yeah, nah, for Australia. Sixty end up being sixty-six percent. Every single like every single state voted yeah. no. Basically voted yeah, nah. Yeah, voted yeah, nah. So uh, not even not even Victoria voted yeah, Greeno, which was a surprise to me because you know what they're like down there. Um, you know they like to turn they protest basically anything. So uh, I love I a good protest, and they love abiding by rules as well. Yeah. They uh, loved it under Dictator Dan, remember? Yeah, they love the lockdown. Big, big union state, you know, they love their union protests. They love a strike down there too, Greeno, don't they, in Victoria? Always striking, mm-hmm. always going on strike. So I was actually surprised that Victoria didn't vote that way. The only place that voted yes for the referendum, uh, incidentally, was the ACT, where all the politicians yeah. live. So, where all the politicians are, that's right. Yeah, so. Where all the people who work for the government live, Greeno, yeah. in the Australian exactly. Capital Territory. Thought, hey, the man, here's a way we can... Here's a way we can get some cash in the pocket. Mm. And if this thing gets up, yes, mm. or we can milk some money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, think- I don't know. I don't know what the yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's there, there. You go. That was over, and uh, it's yeah. done. It's wrapped up for I don't know what another ten years or so until it- well, ten years and the world moved on. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Um, I saw some. You know me. I love a stat man. Hit the stat man button. Okay. If you can, sir. I'm a stat man. Like eighty-two percent of referendums in the history of Australia are generally voted no, Failed, no matter yeah. what it is. Yeah, like it's a real, like it's really hard to get people to like because it's always to change something, right? And most mm-hmm. people are just like, eh, whatever, yeah, right? Nah. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, exactly. It's yeah. all, eh, it's, oh my God, okay. <laughs> I don't mean to change it. Like, no one has an interest in being a, in a, a monarch. No one generally is like, hey, man, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm all in for the queen yeah. uh, or now the king. But you know, once again. We we stayed. We didn't want to be a republic. So I've often said, Greeno, our greatest quality is also our worst quality here in Australia, yeah, and it's the so it's the she'll be right kind of mentality that mm. we have here. And I think yeah. it is a very Australian thing, more so than other places. I mean, you know, you think that you you might think that sun and uh, beach culture and that kind of thing contributes to it, but that's not true. If you look at California, for example, Greener, they they protest more than anyone on fucking planet Earth. Greener, they're yeah, upset there's about a everything. Be right, mate, thing happening there. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um. So there's a real kind of she'll be right thing. So 
on the one hand, it, it makes us like kind of the most laid back, approachable people you'll ever find. You know, if you're just an average person you're here on holiday, you'll be like, gee, they're all so laid back and they're all so relaxed and they're very mm. approachable and they're very, you know, you know, somewhat happy most of the time and all that kind of good stuff. But at the same time, it also means that the politicians can basically do whatever the fuck they want and screw us, oh, and we'll be like, "Yeah, well, yeah. whatever. Oh, what are you going? What yeah. are you going to do? What are you going to do?" Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> but when it comes to uh, a referendum vote, it it kind of works against them because you get told that there's this there's this big glaring awful problem that needs to be solved, and the only mm. way to solve it is by voting. And yeah. now the first mistake that you're making is. In Australia, it's illegal to not vote. If you've been called to vote, you will be fined if yeah. you don't show up and vote. You make us do something. Yes. So you're already fighting. That's all right. You're already fighting an uphill battle because Australians are so relaxed and laid back. If you make them do something, they're probably going to say no just out of spite. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter you what wanna, you say. You want to get a free 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> I do, but. You drag me out on my Saturday. I was planning on just chilling. That's right. I'm just, I'm gonna have to say no to that. Now you look at other countries around the world, say the United States, for example, who threw off the shackles of, um, you know, the Royals Greeno a long time ago and had a yeah, war yeah. of independence and stuff. We didn't go that far. We're like, yeah, they're all right. You know, yeah, I can't be bothered. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's uh, too what hot. What are we gonna fill our Women's Day magazines with if we're not, you know, part of hey, the republic? Do you, hey Australia, do you want to throw off the shackles of your oppressors and kick those royals fair in the nuts? Nah, it's too hot outside. Yeah, can't be. Yeah, nah. What? Nah. Hey, you want me to do that on Saturday? Yeah. Saturday morning? Yeah. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> mate, I've got plans, mate. Plans? No, barbecue, mate. We're too busy for uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, of course, if you most referendums here fail, I don't think it really has anything to do with the politics. I think it's a cultural thing. I think 100%. generally Australians are like, yeah, if it ain't, Australians are like, yeah, nah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a perfectly, it's a, such a perfect way to sum up our political mentality in this country, I think. Well, like, yeah, there's nah. a lot of talk of, you know, we should change the anthem. I reckon mm. we could get it down to a spell two words. Yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I please rise to the Australian national anthem. Yeah, yeah nah. Well, and then that'd be, and then we'd be saying, why do we have to stand up for it? it only goes for ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fucking point of that? Can't we just sit that... and do it instead? Yeah. Uh, they did change one line in the national anthem. I don't know, how did that? Why wasn't that put to a referendum, Greeno? Because that wouldn't have that would have failed as well if that was put to a referendum. How can they just change? Who decided to change the anthem for on behalf That's of all very... of us? Very good point. I guess the same person or the same group of people that decided to change the anthem in general. So only, haven't we only had that one, this one since 80, late 80, something like that? Uh, Something like, it was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think there was like a some songwriting competition. Yeah, it was a songwriting competition. Yeah. It was like an Australian Idol thing. Yeah, uh, Australian Idol for the anthem. Then you saw we can anthem. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I know it's kind of cheesy, but I'm a waltzing Matilda kind of guy when it comes. Yeah, to I'm anthem. happy with that. And I people do, go, do. "What you want? A, you want an anthem about a criminal criminal who stole a sheep?" And I'm like, "But that's what we are. That's 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 where we came oh, from as a country, you know." Yeah. Uh, I, got, I like the idea of like uh, land down under, but that song goes like three and a half minutes. That's yeah, too it's long also kind of preachy and whingy as well. Yeah, a bit. What about Great Southern Land, Greeno? 
Which anthem has electric guitar solos in it? That's that's the one we should have. Too long, too long. We need something else again. Spell. Great Southern Land. What about that? Did you ever see that remake of, um, you know, that song, Hey Ya? Hey Ya. Did you ever see the remake of it about Australia growing up? No? doesn't sound like something that interests me. Oh, okay. No, I think you'd like it. Actually, I'll just quickly chuck it up because this probably should be um, our national anthem. If we're going to change it, if we're going to be serious about it. Uh, oh, no, I think I have. Is this Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's this. wishful thinking, mate. No, no. Okay. Oh, it's pretty good. I don't know who did it, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, hang on. I've got to... In 2.34, though, once again, a bit long. It is a little bit long. Uh, I'll tell you who I'm a f- uh, which anthem I'm a, f- a fan of. It's the Spanish National Anthem. Did you know the Spanish National Anthem doesn't have any words in it? Beautiful. It's just music. And the reason, that <clears throat> the reason that it's just music is because Spain isn't really a country. Okay, now that's a controversial take, I know. But uh, Spain, no, really, Spain is not really a, like a nation. It's not a nation. It's No, no, it's a collection of like little kingdoms that, you uh, know, once upon a time, all these little kingdoms had their own little part of Spain and it was conquered by the Muslims and then reconquered, which is the Reconquista. And then, you know, all these little kingdoms kind of fighting with each other. And then, uh, you know, I think it was in the 1800s or something or thereabouts. I'm not a, an expert on Spanish history. But at some point they decided, all right, we've got to kind of try and band, even though we've been killing each other for hundreds of years, we've got to try and band together somewhat because all these other places are becoming countries and we're going to be fucked. Yep. We're going to be a whole bunch of little kingdoms. So hey, they all Spain came together. There was a dictator thrown in there as well who kind of, yeah. you know, pulled them all together somewhat. And when it came time to write the national anthem, nobody could agree on the words because they're all these little kingdoms who hate each other. So they're like, all right, we're not going to have any words then. It's just no going to be music. I like it. Okay, just, just it's an instrumental, Greedo, the Spanish go. national anthem. Imagine so, if – now, hear, hear me out here. Yeah. I know nothing about the voice. You yeah. know nothing about politics. Yeah. Twins, we can fix it. We can fix it. Imagine if the voice, the voice uh, uh, vote was a silence. Mm. So the, you can you can have the voice, but it's got to be instrumental. <laughs> so you have to express your political opinions through song, Greta. Song. Words. Yeah. Tommy like Emmanuel will get signed up tomorrow. Tommy when, Emmanuel will get yeah. some didgeridoo. We we'll get yeah. some Yothi Indy action. You no, know. Well, they're singing in Yothi Indy. You have to have instrumental. No, no, no. So I'm thinking I'm Tommy saying. Emmanuel, James Morrison, yeah. Greeno, the trumpet guy. Trump, okay. uh, uh, Nathan Cavalieri. <laughs> Nathan Cavalieri. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring him back. He's still around. He's still around. Um, Wasn't there another one that Smokey Joe or Smokin' Joe Robertson or whatever his name was? Remember him, that that. kid? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. They're all guitarists, though, except for James, except for Jimmy. Do we have any other famous uh, musicians that aren't guitarists? It seems like most of them are. Um, yeah, probably just guitarists, isn't it? Yeah. I can't think of. I was actually, I went down a rabbit hole last band. night. I went down a rabbit hole last night, Green. I was about three in the morning and I was drinking heavily. And, Are you up at three in the morning or school night? Oh, you know, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, once or twice a week that happens. I can't. No, I'm, a, I'm a night person. Like I always have been, and I always. You still haven't adjusted to the daylight, have I you? I haven't. Just, no. Yeah. No. So what? What? What ends up happening is I stay up till kind of one or two in the morning every day, anyway, and then I'm up at yeah. seven or eight the next morning because mm. uh, you know obviously the baby booker bumper baby. She she's not a she's night up. person. Yeah, she's not a night person. No, she's, she's an early yeah. riser. Um, you know, and I just struggle through and then by the, you know, after a couple of weeks, the bags under my eyes are so big, you could fill them with fucking potatoes from the fruit shop, you know? And then I tend to get one day in where I'll sleep like 12 hours and then I I feel rejuvenated and I go right back to my late night lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so you know, I was up in, I was watching, you know, YouTube and I was going down a rabbit hole of like reaction videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I actually found reaction videos to Tommy Emmanuel, and the Americans, they, they, their minds were blown by this Tommy Emmanuel. Who the Tommy, fuck is yeah, this Tommy, Tommy yeah. Emmanuel guy? Holy shit! Look at him. He's smoking gas, baby. Yeah, the you saw that one, gas. that classical gas one. That's the one that uh, everyone's reacting to. Anyway, oh, really? oh well, that's the only Tommy Emmanuel I know. Oh, classical no. gas. Yeah. I remember it on Hey Hey it's Saturday. Ah, okay. Yeah, he does a whole t- bunch of interpretation on it, and he changes it, yeah, and no. makes it funky, and. Anyway, this could probably be the anthem for Australia if we were going to change it. this yeah that is sensational fuck uh, yeah that's a fucking nice gary for that is our next national anthem nice I'll tell you that's probably my favorite line too don't try to find the capital or fight the animals yeah, <laughs> that's, the animals. that's, that's yeah. good advice when you Lovely. get off the plane that's that's what we should have you know don't yeah. worry about filling out your cards if you see something cute like i actually had a you know, quick little story time i like there. stories mm-hmm. about pinatas there's an englishman who works uh, at my workplace and i think he's been here for quite some time but he's still got a real thick heavy accent you know he's got a real yeah kind of Englishman accent. Not quite sure where he's from. He's a Liverpool fan. Uh, so I'm. <laughs> it stands to reason he's from around there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, wherever he's from. And uh, he came in, like, a meeting had already started and he was a couple of minutes late. And we were talking about possums, I think. And I said something about possums. And he said, you know, we don't have possums in the UK. And I'm like, yes, you do. I've seen them. I said, but you just call them squirrels. They're different, like they're small possums, you know? Yeah. And he kind of laughed. And, um, cause I was saying, you know, everyone thinks that they're cute and cuddly, but they're not. And he said, oh, but possums are really nice. You can feed them and stuff. And I said, yeah, but I've heard so many fucking horror stories of tourists, you know, caravan parks, uh, see a possums kind of hanging on a tree and they think, oh, isn't that sweet? And they try to go up and give it a hug. You know, they try and pick it up and cuddle it. And it'll scratch their tits off, you know. Even the but, but even the cute and what I'm getting here, uh, getting to yeah. here is the point of the story is even the cute animal here, cute animals it's here will up, fuck man. you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's good advice if you get off the plane. Don't fight the animals. Don't it's even hug the them. Don't kiss They're them. Right don't love the them. Do nothing. Fucking koalas have got yeah. chlamydia, and everything else will fuck you up. Yes. Um, <laughs> Quick story time. Please. I went. I went. I like stayed, stories like, about went, pinatas. Went weekend away at a place called Possums Retreat. Now, why possums was it called retreat. Possums Retreat? Sounds lovely. It was in, the, it was in the middle of a forest, and there's fucking possums all around. Yeah. Hence, 
possums retreat. Yeah. You walk in, you're like, this is going to be exciting. If I can see some possums, we'll feed some possums. Mm. The first direction they give you when you arrive, possums retreat. Do not feed the possums. Feed the possums. Retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their retreat. You're intruding on their life right yeah, now. Yeah. Leave them the fuck alone. Fair call. I remember, like, when I was in high school, man, um, there was a rest. There's, uh, it might still be there. I'm not sure. But I remember uh, JC bringing in a, an article from that he cut it, like he physically cut it. There's, this is how old I am. This is a revelation yeah. into my age, by the way, if you're a younger person. He physically brought in a, a cutout from a newspaper. Like he, he got scissors and cut it out like the column from the newspaper. We didn't have smartphones, you know. So if you wanted to bring something in that you saw in a newspaper, you, around the read, you couldn't send them a link, you know. Yeah. And so he brought out the, the, the cutout from a newspaper. And he's like, have a look at these fucking idiots over here. <laughs> and there was a restaurant in London that was serving. It was run by Australians and they were serving uh, kangaroo meat on the menu. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, it's not uncommon to find kangaroo meat these days. Um, I don't like it. I don't like the taste of it. Uh, some people like really like it. it. Yeah, the smell, the taste, it really puts me off. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I once had a we, – we made – I bought this cookbook, a superfoods cookbook, mm. and it had uh, like a, a friend of mine recommended it. And she's like, oh, the kangaroo bolognese is amazing. I'm like, all right, cool. And I made it. And to the point, yeah. like, I spent about three hours making this bad boy, mm. and both my wife and I had one mouthful and just the odor of it. Yeah, just like, nah. I'm like, she's like, I don't think I can eat. I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, yeah. I'm with you. And three hours gone down the window. Doesn't matter. It's not a good like, description. People say it's gamey, but if you don't know what gamey tastes like, then you don't really know what that means. It's not a good description. The best way to describe it would be like it's kind of like sickly sweet that you don't expect in a meat kind of yeah. thing. It's it's really it tastes like dirt, kind of thick, yeah. sickly sweet dirt. It's not nice. It's an animal you're not meant to eat. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Any, any, so anyway. anyway. Now I could I could potentially see it working in a stew, but the reason it might work in a stew is because you can fill a stew up with all kinds of herbs and spices and mask. So you can't it. taste the kangaroo. Yeah, yeah, it would just be fiber at that point. You yeah. know, it'd be like a meat-like substance that doesn't taste anything like kangaroo if you fucking mm -hmm. boil it for twenty hours. You know. Yeah. So there was this restaurant in London, and they were serving kangaroo meat and kangaroo steaks and kangaroo tail, like osso kind of stuff, Greeno, but mm -hmm. with kangaroo shit. And there was, there was all these do-gooder fucking poms kind of protesting out the front, and they had signs. He's like, look at these fucking idiots. Would you? And the signs were like, stop eating Australian icons. You know, you're you're killing all the kangaroos. And it was kangaroos, like, yeah. Eating Australian icons, eating fucking Ian Turpy. Yeah. That's fucking tall off-putting. Yeah, and it's like these people have no idea that the government will pay guys with sniper rifles to fly around in helicopters a couple of times a year and just cull them, like shoot them as many as you can. Yeah. And you get paid per kangaroo carcass that you bring, Greeno. You, yeah. you get paid per kangaroo that you kill because there's so fucking many of them. <laughs> They're fucking pests. <laughs> Everybody hates them in the bush, right? Uh, you know, those of us who live like more city slicker lifestyles, we see a kangaroo and go, oh, look at a kangaroo. Oh, look, he's, rumbling, you know, he's hopping around. And But the only reason you're seeing it is because they've built a factory somewhere and kicked him out of his natural habitat. And he's like, well, where the fuck do I go now? And he ends oh, up yeah, on the yeah. freeway, you know. <laughs> he ends up in your street when he shouldn't be. But out in the um, in the rural areas, they fucking hate kangaroos. They're disgusting. They hate them. They're pests. They're pests, they, yeah. They fuck shit up. So, yeah, even back then, Greeno, uh, you know, look at the kangaroos. How, how could you possibly eat? Now, one, I wouldn't eat them. 
Uh, it tastes you, like shit. Yeah, and you know, people do eat it here, but again, I, I still think it's kind of like a niche thing. I think it's kind of like a trendy thing to eat kangaroo, and it, uh, it's actually really good for dogs. It's good dog meat. Dogs love it. Yeah. Um, because it's disgusting, right? Now, would you would you eat dog food, generally speaking, Greedo? No. Fair point. Yeah. yeah. But kangaroo, dogs go nuts over that shit. So that's that tells you everything you need to know, nice, I think, about kangaroo. Gary. I don't know how we got on kangaroo meat, incidentally. It's been a – it's well when we haven't even started the show yet. Sorry, I'm just unplugging the fridge because I feel like that's now pumping through. I didn't actually hear it tonight. So whatever you've done, I'm going to plug the fridge back in. You know, yeah. There we go. I, I forgot to plug it back in the other week. Yeah. Um, better start the show. Did you, at some did you point. unplug it last last time we did a show and then forgot to plug it in? So the next day everything was warm. Yep. Really? Uh, yeah. So you know what you need to do? Get yourself uh, a timer, Greeno, that you plug into the wall, and then just set it for you know two hours Turn every off. Friday Turn night. Off for two hours on Friday night. Yeah. So we don't hear it. Yeah. Between eight thirty and ten thirty, turn it off, and then it will turn itself back on. You set it once, and you never have to worry about it ever again. Uh-huh. I mean, they, they cost they cost like 15, 10, 15 bucks at Bunnings. Like seriously, I don't know. I don't know so easy, money, so easy to program, and then bang, 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 it's done, and you never have to set and forget Greeno, and it's done. Or I could just unplug it and plug it back in. Yeah, but then you forget Greeno. This way, yeah, this, well, yeah, it's worth, it's worth the risk. Is it? <laughs> it's, like play, it's like playing Russian roulette every Friday. Is Greeno going to remember to plug the fridge back in? Yeah, but if you got the ears in there, like I have a whole bunch of rancid meat. You know, it depends how we go. Yeah. Uh, quick, uh, we're going to kick stuff the show at some point. I mm. want to do a quick muted word of the week if we can, sir. Okay, what do you got from me? Now, this one was a late addition to the program. Mm. Uh, well, it's actually not muted word. Muted numbers of the week, if I can. Mm. I had to mute the numbers 1989. 1989. What happened in 1989? Well, nothing happened in 1989. I'll tell you what did happen. Mm. Fucking Taylor Swift re-released the fucking album 1989 oh, today. Oh, God. So all I've seen on my timeline, once again, it's ruining my fun as sport, 80s movies and tit, is fucking Taylor's version of 1989. Mm. Now, she's scamming all her, her fans. Well done. Good on her. She's re-releasing all of them, referring to them as Taylor's version, so she gets more cash. Isn't this um, like, the, yeah, isn't this like the second or third one of her albums that she's re-released? Yeah. I think what she's doing is, I think it's a copyright thing. Yeah. So uh, I think her old record label owns the rights yeah. to the old albums. You know what? Can't, I'm going to give her a nice Gary. No. I'm giving her a nice Gary because she's found a loophole. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with that. I'm like nice loophole, but fucking had to mute you because you're ruining my timeline. Um, you must have also and, then muted uh, Kansas City Chiefs. That must have been muted a few. I muted that ago. weeks ago, bro. I had to. <laughs> I cannot watch. I I've literally. I, I swear to God, I have not watched a Kansas City Chiefs game in four weeks. It's just a shame because I love fucking Patty Mahomes. I love what he does. I love the brand of football they play. Mm. I cannot watch it. Because every third second they're cutting a fucking Taylor Swift in the skybox. I think Taylor and- Swift is she's in that very special category of celebrity women who are incredibly fuckable. Like, let's be honest, she's she's a she's a looker, you know. I don't think so. I'm oh, in the she, opposite thing. I kind of like her. She's I don't my see it. Type, I, you know? I'm I'm puzzled by it. Oh like, well, but uh, let's say that you know you didn't feel that way. Let's say that you thought. Let's you say put her in the fuck- say, yeah, yeah. Let's say I'd that put you put her in the fucking, which I don't. 
To be fair, yeah. But let's let's say that were the case. Now, what makes her unfuckable is all the attention that comes along with fucking Taylor Ooh. Swift. Now, if I was yeah. that guy who played for the Kansas City Chiefs, I'd fucking hate it because now look at all the scrutiny he has on him on his career. If he has a fumble or something, you know, or he misses a tackle or whatever the fuck he does on, in the football team, he's it, tight end. He's, he I, I don't know what tight. What the fuck do tight ends do, Greg? That's, that's, that's an offensive weapon. So he uh, he's the guy that Patty Mahomes throws to uh, when he's okay. not throwing to the wide. So receivers. if he if he fumbles, right? <laughs> if he drops yeah. a pass, yeah. there's more people are going to notice now, and that's a, you know. I would yeah, hate. Yeah. I would hate to the be count, Taylor Taylor Swift's fucking boyfriend. It would the be a nightmare. Is he makes a routine play now, which he does plenty because he's, oh, he's a hero. Yeah. He's a great player. Yeah. And have a look at that amazing catch yeah. from fucking Travis Kelsey. It's fucking, it's all very stupid. There you go, Greeno. We fixed something else. You don't know anything about racism. I don't know anything about football. If only uh, Colin Kaepernick had a started fucking Taylor Swift, he probably could have could have got a Maybe career. He'd be starting yeah. QB anywhere. Yeah. There you go. Unfortunately for well him, he was fucking an activist, a communist activist, Greeno, which didn't work out yeah. well for him. Wrong call. Yeah. He should have gone with Taylor Swift, the whitest white girl in America. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then you know the, uh, <laughs> he oh, would have got all the attention he wanted after, after yeah. that point. It wouldn't have been a problem. He, could have played terrible. Playing. Nobody would have cared. Good for you, Colin. We love you, mate. Because yeah, you're getting the ratings because you're, you're yeah. banging Taylor. The only um, problem is if you do go out with Taylor Swift, it's a very short-term boost. Maybe this guy, I, I forget his name even. Maybe this Travis guy, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Maybe he's only doing it for a contract negotiation because we all know no, Taylor Swift's he's, boyfriend's he's, he's only already, last like six months at, at He's most. like a two-time two Super Bowl champion. He's one of the best players in the league. Yeah, right. So he's, he doesn't do it for... The boost. Okay. It's just... So who's boosting who? Is he boosting Taylor or is Taylor boosting? I think they're boosting each other, right? Because Taylor's mm. trying to promote her you know, re-released album and her uh, movie that she released, mm. which makes no sense because fucking her fans are lunatics. So they'll just watch whatever or Aren't buy whatever fans she releases. like 12-year-old girls? Yeah, 100%. Most but they fucking love her. Like, they're just lunatics. And he's already like a world-famous football player who can, like, He's already achieved everything he needs to. In Maybe the game. this is so, a big ploy by the NFL to get twelve-year-old girls to watch football. Hundred percent, it is because <laughs> fucking a whole bunch of people are watching the NFL now. Hence the reason they're cutting a the fucking Taylor Swift every three seconds. Um, imagine, going, imagine going to an NFL game and they're selling selling Taylor Swift merchandise instead of the team. Bruno. That's, it's not far <laughs> off, bro. It's not far off. Can I give an example of why I don't rate Taylor Swift as well? Yeah. She's very like, oh, skinny. Taylor, the, the, she's the very thing skinny. That, oh, yeah. She's got a bit of a rat face. But aside from that, yeah. they put her, like, if you look at her individually, you're like, yeah, she's okay, whatever. They put, she was in the box two two weeks, three weeks ago mm. with Blake Lively. Mm. And you come to realize, like, well, she's the ugly friend in that relationship. Who, Blake Lively or Taylor Swift? No, Taylor is. Like, Blake Lively, absolute glamour. Yeah. And you're like, well, hang on, comparing the two. My word, you, you really see the comparison. They're, they're different looks, though. Blake Lively's the – that's Ryan Reynolds' wife, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, she's, yeah. she's more your girl next door kind of look, though, <clears throat> I think. I think the opposite. I think, yeah, Blake's your, your beauty queen that is untouchable, like dating the QB, whereas yeah. Taylor's like the nerdy girl that does well in math that you, you'll ask for advice because you're a strug you're struggling in the exam. I will give I you, know. I will give it to you that Taylor Swift, the thing that goes against her is she, it's like the rib. I'm not a big fan of like the ribs sticking out and stuff. You nah, know? She's a yeah. little too skinny. Need a bit more meat uh, on the bones. I still think she's, yeah. I still think she's very fuckable. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd walk past her. Really? Walk yeah, really. Her, turn her down. I'd definitely. I'd turn it. Yeah. yeah. You might get an uh, NFL contract out of it though. Greg. Potentially. We'll see how we go. Yeah. 
So that, that was the muted word of the week. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping, if we can, mm. uh, slash story time. Oh, please, let's go. I like stories about Unfortunately, I don't, have, I don't have a sound effect for housekeeping. Uh, we need That's to get right. a vacuum cleaner on here, on the soundboard. Have to get something yeah. and then going there. Yeah. Um, More pledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's today. I cannot remember the last time I ate, to be fair, because mm. I had to go do a bit of a meat shop. And on the list, I was meant to be. We had to uh, sell your house, did you, to get some get some ribs not, in the freezer? Or not far off, but yeah. uh, I had to do a bit of a restructure of because we talked about it on the show before. I, I pre-planned my meals a week in advance, write a menu, and it's all sorted. Now we were meant to go out on Tuesday night to go see uh, a circus in the area because we got some free tickets. And we're like, all right, we'll go to the circus. The kids are all pumped up. Well, this would be great. Tuesday night. Local circus. Homeless people basically with face paint walking around. No, uh, this is Drugged up animals. Yeah, fuck yeah. I wish. I wish. No, this was an international circus. So it was like fucking people on motorbikes doing flips and shit. Like Uh, It was actually actually pretty good. Um, So we're all pumped up. The kids were excited. We'd been planning it for about four or five weeks. And I'm like, all right, you know, you understand, Damo. Kids in daycare. At a minute's notice, they can become ill. So you're just like, well, I'm not fucking forking out a couple of hundred dollars for tickets until like day off mm. to make sure we've got the health clearances Yes, to make sure we can attend the event. So uh, as that Monday, we were looking good. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go buy these tickets. We're in, we're good to go. So I jump on and I'm like, why are there no tickets for Tuesday? Because we're meant to go Tuesday night. It was the only free night we had this week. All right, no tickets, no tickets, no tickets. Tuesday, go to the circus on a Tuesday night. I I don't want to interrupt the story, Greeno, but I feel I must. I can now hear the fridge, unfortunately. So you're going to have to unplug it again, mate. Well, unplug the fridge, yeah. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'll set the timer. Okay. There we go. There better. You go. Uh, much better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, so what I'm going to do. Tuesday I'm gonna night hang circus. The, I'm going to hang the fridge cord over so I don't forget it. Yeah, hang it over the mic. Like I've now got it around my neck. Yeah, around around my neck. neck. Yeah. <laughs> if I try and leave, <laughs> I know. I'm reminded. So if I can put the fridge back in. Uh, so Tuesday night, we're going to go to the circus because that was our only free night of the evening, yeah. of the week. And they were only here for like five days. Reminds, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt again, Greeno, but it reminds yeah. me of that Rodney Rude joke where the guy walks up to him uh, and he's got a tampon behind his ear. Uh-huh. And he says to him, why you got a tampon behind you? And he goes, to remind me of the cunt that stole my pencil. There you go. <laughs> well done. Well done. I like stories um, about pinatas. <laughs> so, so I'm that. Turns out they didn't end up doing the circus on that particular night. They're like, we're here for a week. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, failed to mention we're not here Monday, Tuesday. Even though they're here for a week. So they've given us dates, 20th to 27th. Wait, so they sold you a ticket for the Tuesday? Did they, or? Well, no, 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 no. They didn't sell me a ticket. They, they gave us free tickets for the kids mm. for a school promotion mm. and said, we're here from the 20th to the 27th, but failed to mention on the 21st Except, and 22nd, yeah. they're not actually here. So it's like a failed Chinese restaurant. You know how they're always shut, like on Mondays? On Mondays. Know? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, we don't do lunch and we don't do lunch, Mondays yeah. or Sundays. Yeah. No Sunday, no Monday. That's it. We're out. Yeah, because yeah. people don't eat on Sunday and Monday. Apparently. Um, so that put me in a pickle because I had to, like, readjust my menu plan. Because I'm like, well, no, Tuesday we're meant to be out. We're meant to eat in whatever they sell at the circus. Yeah. 
Wow. So, Cotton candy for dinner, kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Popcorn, <laughs> candy Popcorn, apples. Candy, donuts. <laughs> We're going to go crazy. Lolly bags. Um, so that led to me having to move. <laughs> Hot dogs. Me, led me having to move Friday to Tuesday. The Friday's meal to Tuesday mm. and deal with today and a later date. Mm. So uh, worked out what we had in the fridge, put a bit of a mystery bag together yesterday. It turned out only thing I could really concoct was uh, I was going to do some baked potatoes, sour cream, and chops. Okay. Fuck I'm yeah. like, that's beautiful. That's all good. Yeah. But I felt like that, I felt like you, that was going to be unsatisfying. Do you have any sides with that, though? I'd, I'd want some broccoli point. on the side. That's the point, you know. right? I felt like that was going to be unsatisfying in itself as a meal. Mm. So when I was doing the meat shopping today, I'm well, like, Well, how many, hang on, how many, because I could eat potato. You know, I've eaten potatoes yeah, for a year, two years a year, straight. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I could live just on potatoes and be quite yeah, happy yeah. with that. Um, not even with anything on them, just boiled potatoes. Just I would potatoes, eat yeah. fine, no problem. I'm very simple when it comes to cuisine in some in yeah. many ways. Now, how many potato? How many potatoes with sour creams and chives would I be getting? Is it just one each? Did you have a whole bag? No, 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 fuck no, no. Like, when talking baked potatoes, you just chuck them in the oven, like yeah. the Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah. Like, even if I don't want it, baked potatoes take forever. Even if I don't want a baked potato, I put it in the oven because maybe by the time it's done, I'll be hungry. <laughs> um. So you had you had plenty of potatoes. I put like twelve potatoes in the oven just okay. to be safe. Yeah. Um. So there's plenty there. We Got to admit, I'm not a fan. Time. Not a fan of the sour cream filling. I always like your bolognese. Uh, baked you can potato. put that in, but that involves me making bolognese. And, and you've got to get mint screener, which is the only meat you can. Af- it's the only meat you can afford these days. Kangaroo mints, pretty much. Obviously, kangaroo mints. Yeah. Uh, that you wouldn't that's, feed that's to the dog. Yeah. yeah. Um. So went to the meat shopping today, and I was like, look, I feel like this is an unsatisfying dinner. I need to add something to it. So I was just put, uh, go, I go to like a wholesale meat place. I'm like, let's see what they got. I feel like I do kebabs too frequently, like chicken kebabs on skewers. I'm like, nah, that's that's too easy. Now, see, um, do you call those a kebab or is that a shish kebab? Well, it's a shish kebab, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's it's the meat on a stick. Well, whatever the kebab, you want to fucking call it. kebab I mean, terminology is a, it's a contentious issue because it is, some people but, like call them, you know, wraps. Some people call them kebabs. Some people call them souvlakis, greeno. Mm-hmm. And then your, your kebab that's on a stick, some people just call them skewers, meat skewers. Some meat, people call them skewers, chicken yeah. sticks, greeno. Have chicken you ever heard sticks, of chicken, chicken skewers? Yeah. Chicken skewer. And then you've got shish kebab. Shish kebab, kebab. Uh, you know. yeah. The only kebabs I really like, Greeno, is the ones that I make myself was where I'll get like a chunk, like I'll, I'll cut, I'll cube up beef myself and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, put like the onion slice over the top and the then onion, the tomato, the capsicum. Capsicum. capsicum in there. Yeah. Yeah. And all that kind of, those are the best kebabs. Yeah, go, oh, they're the best. Yeah. I got a beautiful like uh, ginger, ginger and soy dressing on like a beef like, onion skewer. Oh man. It I just like, like I just like a bit of land. mustard on it, Greeno. Oh no, that's good as well. But yeah. this thing with a bit of marinade, you melt it marinate overnight. Amazing. Yeah. We're slowly um, becoming a cooking show, by the way. Uh, it incidentally, really is. incidentally, in the chat, Greeno, we've got uh, Kitty B joining us, and she said uh, the dog eats the same thing she eats, but just with less seasoning. Greeno, it's a nice game. Yeah, that's pretty oh, much that's pretty much what my dog ends up eating. <laughs> And Jim Edwards joined us and he said, you can put any meat on a stick if you're not a bitch. So there you go. There you go. And well what done. about kangaroo meat on a kangaroo yeah, meat kebab? You can do it. It just can taste like shit though, Jim. That's tastes the like shit. Tastes like dog meat. But as long as you put enough seasoning on it, then it'll be yeah. all right. Isn't it the old crocodile Dundee line? Like, oh, you guys eat all this stuff? Yeah, you can eat it. It just yeah. tastes like shit. Well, no, but you have to, you're missing context from that story. So he kills, is it a goanna or something or a lizard or some shit? Yeah, he's got like a, a goanna snake. on a stick. A snake? Yeah. Yeah. So he's cooking a snake and he's like, you know, she 
she's Linda Kozlowski's going to eat it. And she's like, you can eat this, can you? And he pulls out a tin of baked beans yeah. at that time, like from his backpack or whatever. And he goes, oh, you can eat it and pulls out the baked beans, but it tastes like shit. It's like shit. Um, um, incidentally, uh, I've got a quick little story time for you. I yeah, like stories about pinatas. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want, I mean, this, story. Uh, this one will take finished. thirty seconds. Like, yeah, but I'm almost journey. finished my story. It fucking feels like it's been going on forever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's a starting block. What do you expect? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you're going to get interrupted on this show, mate. Yeah, that's what happens. And the, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. And the wife said to me like a couple of weeks ago, she's like, "You know what we never eat? Mm. It's like crumbed. I just want to find something that's like a crumb steak." Crumb like, steak. Right. Well, yeah, you like, crumb a sh- you crumb a schnitzel, which is a thin steak, and that's usually yeah. veal or something. Yeah, it's like a veal or like a little minute steak. Chicken, it's fine. I'm like yeah. fucking. All right, I'm gonna make the wife happy today. I'm gonna fucking buy some crumb steak, and that'll keep out. It'll be good. We'll have that with baked potatoes. Be nice and easy. Mm. Put it in the trolley, yeah. and then walked up a little bit further because this crumb steak. Side note: twenty five dollars. Oh, fuck off. Walk up, walk up a little bit further. <laughs> Where, show, where's the kangaroo meat, mate? <laughs> walk up a little bit further. I've got to pick up some shavabis because I'm doing, uh, what am I doing this week? Oh, Shavabi like is the biggest fucking scandal, the biggest hype no, machine I'm, that's I'm, ever been perpetrated on the meat-eating public. Fuck the shavabis, mate. Uh, skinless it's, sausage is a fucking scam. Okay. Well, if it doesn't, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. If it doesn't yeah. have skin, it ceases to be a sausage. You're just correct. paying. You're just paying for ah. a paste, meat paste. No, is what that correct. is. Correct. Yeah. Now, what do I use it in? I use it in the recipes. It says, "Get a sausage, take the case off, yeah. and use the meat." Yeah. So that's what I'm using it for. Uh, but uh, in the in the sausage section, I saw something that I have not eaten, and I cannot remember the last time I ate it. You might have eaten it more recently. Hmm. Actually, you might have mentioned on the show that you ate it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I haven't had a risol in like fucking 20 years, yeah, I feel. Make my own risols if I if and, I have risols. And I looked at the risols and I saw eight dollars. And then I looked $8. at the dollars. And I looked at the, the the steak, the the crumb steak that the wife wanted for 22. And I'm like, we're fucking having some risols tonight. Risols. <laughs> 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 that takes me I back. I had some. That takes I us back to cr- our fucking uh, blue-collar, you know, low socioeconomic fucking roots, doesn't it, Greeno? 100%. Out I can, the, like, the I main streets of the West. Nana making some Rissoles. They taste like, like tomato sauce. Yes. They were amazing. Yeah. All you could taste was the mince, onion, and tomato sauce. You'd have to put that much so sauce on it that you couldn't taste the Rissole because it tasted like shredded mm. newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but these ones, garbage. so good. I was like, eight bucks for fucking six Rissoles. Fucking yeah. sign me up. It's not even. Um, that. It's not even. It's not cheap at all. Um, Rissoles is should be cheaper than mince, really. Um, your value well, adding. Well, okay. So a couple of stories. I like stories up. about. I got, got eight hundred grams of Rissoles yeah. for eight bucks. Yeah. Well, you can't get you can't get mince. No, fucking that's ten true. bucks a kilo. Yeah, definitely. So as you know, at Greener, I was uh, once a butcher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fully qualified and everything. Got my trade certificate. Um, I haven't done it in about 20 years because as soon as I got my certificate, as soon as they said you're a qualified butcher, I said, thanks for that and walked out of the fucking place whistling. See you later, boys. Thanks for the ticket. I'm out of here and I've never done it ever since. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of experience, but I have been like trained. It's a, it is a trade here in this country. It's not, I don't think it's a trade in other countries. So I think anyone can just kind of walk in and do it, but here. I don't think so. I think it's. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm genuinely not sure. 
it's definitely here. Like it's, and when I say trade, I mean like you have to be qualified to do it, like an electrician or a plumber or something, which seems yeah. kind of ridiculous. But that's well, doesn't because you're literally wielding fucking like death-defying blades yes. to what you almost fucking killed yourself one day. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> my my left hand. I once said to someone, uh, my left hand looks like an impressionist version of Picasso. You know, with all the yeah. scars and shit that I've got on my left hand from cutting stuff. Usually, while I was high when I was a teenager, you know, you'd go in off your tits, which is what you do when you're handling sharp objects. Objects, kids, if you're listening well, out there, if you want to be safe. Correct me if I'm wrong, and this may be an imagined story time. Mm. Wasn't that like half the class at TAFE? Oh, it was oh like, you've got no idea. Oh, mate. Because yeah, it was like, yeah. hey, hey, guys, let's have a couple of cones before we fucking go to class. Oh, it wasn't <laughs> even a couple. Because butchery here is basically, it's the it's one trade you can get into without, a, without an education. All right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I did it. I was, I was a pretty smart kid when I was younger, but I hated fucking school. So I did anything to get out of school. Well, you're still a smart kid. Just, uh, well, I'm not a yeah. kid anymore. <laughs> not nonetheless. Yeah. So I, uh, so I was desperate to get out of school. So I left early and I'm like, I'm going to be a butcher. And obviously mum cried and said, what the fuck are you doing that for? That's a job for criminals. And I'm like, well, I don't <laughs> care. I don't, you know, I'm going to get, I'll get a trade and I'll get paid and I'll fucking move out, you know, when I'm 17 or 18 or whatever yeah. the fuck I was and I'll get the fuck out out of here because i hate fucking school and you know so i went and uh, you know it's it's the one trade that you can get without you don't need to understand electronics you don't need to understand circuitry you don't need to do any maths or anything it's just like you need Rock to understand how to cut up, up a dead animal that's yeah. right so it's, it's a very it's a very kind of primal you know <laughs> trade how is this a trade, bro? Yeah. Well, it is. How is this a three-year, three-year Four years. Four-year apprenticeship. Four years. I could have been a dentist, Greeno, in four years. Here's the knife. It took me less to be an accountant. Yes. I didn't to take three years for that, bro. Oh, mate. So I, um, when I started going, so what happens is you, you get a job and uh, while you're working, you get, you can choose to either go to TAFE, which is kind of like, um, I guess it's like, like for the American version, college. like community college. Yeah. yeah. So you can go one day a week or you can take like a two week block a couple of times a year. And obviously I opted for the two week block um, because I'm like, I don't want to go every week. You know, I'll just do take a holiday every, every few months <laughs> yeah, to take two weeks off work. And I rock up to this place and we all, none of us know each other because we all work in different shops. We've all got different bosses. No one really knows what anyone else knows. And on the first morning, we were sculling tequila at seven in the morning in the car park. Remember this story? Yeah. Straight tequila. So it didn't take me long to make friends, right? <laughs> Obviously. And it wasn't just the tequila. It was it was weed. We, weed was like cigarettes to these boys, but it was bags. It was the lot, Greener. And we're yeah. there. And we're, we're supposed to be learning, you know, and everyone's yeah. just fucking off chops the whole fucking time. Everybody passed. There's, yeah. there's a reason you guys <laughs> chose to be butchers to not go to class. Exactly. Like, and here we are sitting in class. It's like, fuck sitting it. in class. Now, to their credit, the instructors, you know, the qualified butcher teachers that were teaching right. us who they were deciding, they oh, they knew, they fucking knew yeah. because they, they did it too. They do themselves. It's a very this cultural butcher. Years ago. It's yeah. a very cultural butcher thing, you know. Yeah. And so, so much so, it was, you know, one of the first lessons the, you know, the instructor said to us all. He said, "Look, boys, we all know why we're here. <laughs> we're not the sharpest tools in the shed, but we have to learn how to use the sharpest tools in the shed." <laughs> oh, <Gary. laughs> he said. 
I don't give a fuck what you. He goes, I fully, I swear to God, he said, I fully expect of you, half of you to be illiterate, but as long as you know how to use a knife, that's all I care about. So the the written test, the answers are up on the board now. Just fill it out as you see it, and then we'll go in and start cutting up some meat. <laughs> yeah. Because why the no, fuck are you in a written test to be a butcher? Because like, it's a government thing. thing government I get regulation, it, yeah. but it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Can yeah. you cut up the meat? Yes, excellent. You're a butcher. Well done. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. So long story short, this is a story time. So as I was butchering, um, there was this lady who used to come in and we would sell dog meat in like an ice cream container, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was like five bucks back in the day. It was fuck all. <laughs> and it was like, you know, it was you know, dog specific, you know, meat. And it was it, it, clearly, it was off cuts, preservatives, um, some fucking vegetables and rice thrown into it and stuff. Yeah. And she would come in and buy this every single week. And I said to one of the other guys, I said, you know her, she's been doing this for a while. And he's like, yeah, yeah she's been coming here for years. And I said, oh, okay, what kind of dogs does she have? Cause I've always been like a, an animal lover. And he said, yeah. Yeah, oh, she doesn't have any dogs. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? <laughs> and he said, no, no, she comes in, she buys it and she roasts it. And then puts gravy on it, and it's meatloaf. <laughs> so that was an answer to uh, Kitty B's. You know, I eat the same thing just with less seasoning or with more. Yeah, seasoning. yeah. So there you go. It does happen when times are tough. People will eat dog food. Uh, find a way to eat it. Yeah. Because in I many see. ways, the dog food that you can get now is pretty premium stuff. You know, you oh, can, you can I think get stuff I with chunks of steak in it now. You know? I had to buy a couple of loaves of dog food today in, in the meat shop. And I'm like, this fuck is costing more than more than the rissoles. There's something wrong here. I should feed the dog the rissoles. I'll cook up this. Yep. Um, oh, very good. Yeah. Um, I just realized uh, we, we to one other show. little side story, Greeno, for you. Yeah. Uh, because you were talking about home creations. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the deep fry. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've got a deep fryer. I love my deep fryer. It's like my favorite thing in this house. You're talking deep fryer. Talking uh, air fryer. No deep fryer. Fuck the air okay. fryer. Uh, that's something that the lady Boogs always laughs about is she's like, so, because I'm like, I'm going to go out and buy a deep fryer. I want you to come with me. We'll make this decision together. It's important. And she's like, you're a fucking drama queen sometimes. I'm like, no, no, we're going to do this together. So you're going to come out and you're going to help me pick a deep fryer. And she couldn't get over the fact that in an era when everybody is buying air fryers and trying to be more healthy, she's like, you're the only fucking arsehole in this country who went out and said, no, no, I want one that I fill up with oil. Oil, (laughs) I I want an oil deep fryer. I want a vat. That's right. So that's exactly what I got, you know, go out and get myself an oil fucking deep fryer, nice, oily, greasy fucking goodness. Now I have been pretty good with, I've done some nice chicken, you know, deep fried chicken green. I've, you've had a little slice of it. Um, when you came over once, it wasn't lunch of legends, but it was just kind of like of an, an impromptu, you know, deep fried. It was an chicken. impromptu meal. You like? I'm gonna do the snits. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little uh, chicken tenders for you. Little chicken tendies. Now I have made the transition since last week. What I did last week was normally I do kind of okay. So I do like a buttermilk, and mm-hmm. I do like a flour with different spices and stuff, and that become it's more like your KFC kind of skin. You know, it's soft. Yeah. It's a soft kind of skin on the outside of the chicken. I substituted last week, and what I did, Greeno, this will rock your world if you've never tried it, cornflakes, Greeno. I know, no, I've seen that. No, no, oh, well mate, aware I am flakes. fucking yeah. telling you, crushed cornflakes on the yeah, chicken, yeah, yeah. it is next fucking level. It's next level. It's oh, good, man. The only thing now yeah. is to add like a little bit more spice to it maybe because I would, I was yeah, really conservative with, um, you know, the herbs and spices. I didn't want to mm-hmm. overdo it. I wanted to see does this work or not. 
Yeah, and, yeah. Oh my god, does it fucking work, Greener? It does, man. It gives you that beautiful crunch. You get it nice and golden. Oh, it's perfect so good. texture. So like, good. You know, the cornflakes. Yeah, they're, they're definitely a winner. Cornflakes. Cornflakes has to be, uh, you know, the, one of the most versatile fucking uh, breakfast cereals of all time. You know, we're not coating yeah, our chicken with wheat beaks or cocoa. I was saying, you can't somewhere. be putting no Nutri-Green with uh, with chicken tenders. I tell you that much. Oh, Kitty B saying cornflakes in meatloaf is a move as well. Oh, so to, to like fatten up the meatloaf, Greeno, you can have less yeah, meat if you're chucking like the cornflakes. You replace, well, you think about it, like you're replacing. texture in there, Greeno. Nah, it becomes like that breadcrumb substitute as well. Ah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Fucking earth. So, yeah, love the cornflakes on the deep fry. There you go. Nice. I, I like stories well, about pinatas. We certainly haven't started the show yet, so we might as well fucking continue with that trend, and then we'll have a quick Appreciate break because yeah. I'm going to hit the men's. Um, lunch of Legends, you mentioned, was last week. Now, yep. we haven't done Lunch of Legends in quite a while. It's before been, you go yeah. on with the story. I like stories story, about pinatas. I'm going to have to give you one of these, Greeno. It's justified. I'm going to have to sign Greeno's Sorry Book tonight, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, because if you're an avid listener to the show, one, you must have some kind of mental illness, but two, you'll remember that I gave Greeno a little bit of shit because, shit. yeah, he, we had planned, we'd teed up the Lunch of Legends and uh, he he turned it down, he canned it because he went in for gut surgery, got his guts over. No, up. no, no, I was, uh, I think I had the flu that week. Ah, oh, whatever the fucking excuse was. Yeah. Whatever the pussy down illness. excuse was. You know, got a cough over your food and yeah. then had surgery like three weeks later. Three so weeks later. It was so delayed. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't service nachos, couldn't, couldn't do yeah. the nachos. And I remember saying something to the effect of, these better be the best fucking nachos I've ever had in my life. The, the fact that I'm going to be waiting six months for uh, them. Yeah, now, them up for six months. Now, yeah. I will tell you genuinely, hand on heart, uh, dear listener, and I'm not lying when I say this, these Greeno, they were the best nachos that I've ever had in my fucking life, mate. They, were, slot, they were absolutely sensational. I felt like a fucking pig because <laughs> I've piled up like two dinner plates, the, the kind of dinner plate that you get in an Italian restaurant, you know, when it's oversized, Greeno? Yeah. I piled up two of those suckers. I'm like, I can't stop eating it. I can't. I cannot stop. This is like heroin in nacho form. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So congratulations, my friend. Absolutely Appreciate sensational it. stuff. And who would have no. thought the simple nacho? Because when I th- when I heard nachos, I was like, oh, he's, yeah. fuck, he's taking the he's easy road here. Yeah, no, he's not 100%. even trying at all. Yeah. You know, nachos. Any fucking idiot can do that. You, but, you questioned me. I remember you giving me a bit of a tisk-tisk when I yeah. first put it out there. And I'm like, man, I'm making nachos. And you're like, you, wait, well, lunch of legends, you are putting nachos on the meal. Yeah, you do not taste my nachos. Yeah. I'm like, there's a fair bit of effort yeah. that goes into this bad boy. My lunch Trust of legends, me. come over, I'll give you a frozen meat pie. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nachos. Right, exactly. yeah. So there was a bit of apprehension because you've only ever tasted like, you know, old school Bad nachos. This is fucking greenos. There's there's a lot of elements happening. And and you ask me, I don't understand why it tastes so good. I don't understand why I can keep eating it. And yes. you know, I was explaining that there's fucking six different elements to the nacho, and each of them have their place. And they all complement each it's other. A, it's a balancing act. Nothing, it's a delicate and dance. Nothing is heavy. Yes. Yeah. So you get to the end of it and you're like, oh, I could eat a little bit more. These I were so good, same. listener, dear listener, chat. These were so good that I could taste the lime juice in the fucking uh, tabbouleh that he made or whatever you call it. The salsa. I could taste the element of lime juice in the salsa 
And I'm telling you, these things were drenched with fucking meat and melted cheese and fucking mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And I could taste like that fraction of lime juice in the salsa that I sprinkled on top of the shit. Like every, and you could there, taste everything. And why was it there, Damo? To cut through that cheese a it little was, bit. It was very good. Yeah. It was very so everything good. had their place and it was worth the effort. The and, only and negative, I think, good. from the whole experience was the fact that you made 40 liters of cheese because well, you fucked up the calculation. That's, the, that's <laughs> the story, Tom, right? No, we're making the nachos and I'm looking at the re- at the standard recipe I normally make for the family. And I'm sitting there going, well, okay, we've got three families coming over. I just need to triple everything, which is fine. That's, that's easy to do. Yeah. So I've got like the mince element. I've got the corn chip element. I've got the salsa element. I've got the avocado element. I've got the, oh, what else? Are the, uh, the jalapeno, the pickled jalapenos element. And then the nice call on the pickled jalapenos, by the way, because I never, I yeah, never yeah. tried a pickled jalapeno before. You know me, I'm a big I chili guy. Now. I love my chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, you know what? I have never had pickled jalapenos before, and I was very skeptical, Greeno. Very yeah. skeptical going. You were. I'm like, no, no. You Wait, need these them are coming out of a fucking jar. I don't know. Going about jar. This. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't you know about this. Leave it on there, and you need like eight or nine, yeah. based on the serving you'd had. Yes. And, and the first thing you said to me was like, "You fucking, you've changed my life here." Yep. He's going, I cannot believe these people jalapeno. Like, I turned to my, effort- I, I literally turned to my wife and said, "Put it on the fucking shopping list right now." <laughs> <laughs> Pickled jalapenos. They're coming. They're coming to our house to tomorrow. <laughs> so, so I've rationed everything out, right? I've put everything in the right, in the right things. So I'm like, okay, I've tripled that, tripled that, and I've gone down the grocery shop based on everything being tripled yeah. to feed three families, which yes. is all good, right? Yeah. Now. I did not fuck up the measurements. I, I I legitimately tripled everything. Now, what I didn't realize though is I or one thing I forgot is every time I make nachos, my family there's way too much cheese sauce in the end. So what I'm left <laughs> it's is better like, to have more than not enough, isn't it? More clearly, than enough, clearly. But like it was a disproportionate. Whenever I make it for my family, it's always a disproportionate amount of cheese sauce left. And there's like a lot of cheese involved. Like there's like four different cheeses in that bad boy to go with a bunch of other shit. So I I always end up. You had cheese in there. You had cheese in there from animals I didn't even know existed. Oh, like (laughs) the guy thought. The guy looked at me as I'm piling the cheese into my trolley, like like I was a bit of a weirdo. He's like, "That's an inappropriate amount of cheese." I'm like, (laughs) "Gotta make it." Trick trick comment. There's no such thing as an inappropriate amount of cheese. So, so I'm sitting there, I'm doing, I'm doing all that. I've got everything. I've done my mise en place. I've got my fucking mince going. I've got. Oh, I've already done my salsa. I've cut up my avocado. I've got the lime juice there so it doesn't get brown. I've got the the other things going. I've meshed all that out. And I get to the cheese bit. I've got all that there. And it wasn't until that point when I was doing it for three families that I'm like, okay, uh, measured all that out. That's all that. This seems like a lot of cheese. That's okay. It wasn't that. It was the fact that I got to the point where it said, one and a half liters of milk. One and a half liters. How many? What's that in <laughs> gallons, Greeno? <laughs> I don't know what it is in the gallon. It's a lot of fucking milk. It's a lot of milk. So most most families in a week drink a liter of cheese. Uh, liter, a liter, liter of, of cheese. milk. <laughs> a liter of milk. You were drinking we a had, liter of cheese in the week after the nachos. We had a liter and a half in this liquid cheese, and I'm like, <laughs> this seems excessive. It's a lot of cheese. It's so a lot of cheese. We get to the end. We get to the end of the meal. Everyone's had a thing. People have gone back for seconds. It was all good. And I looked and I'm like, I still feel like there's a, there's literally a liter of cheese sauce. Fuck, just am I going to do with this cheese? And the problem with cheese sauce is that you you 
you're kind of stuck. You need it needs to stay warm because yeah. if it solidifies, you're fucked. You know, like fucked. yeah, it's like trying to dig. You know, it's like it's you. You need a backhoe to dig it out of the pot, Greeno, because it, it's 100%. just fat. It just sticks to the yeah. pot. You'll never clean it. You'll never get rid of it. So you need to keep it warm. So it basically needs to sit on the stove for the next fucking three or four days until you uh, use it on a low heat. Probably inappropriate considering there's a liter and a half of milk in the bad boy. So look, it went well. That was the important thing. It was delicious. But side note, halve the recipe next time. That's it. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls a little bit of feedback for you in the chat Reno, because i think you got it wrong i don't think it was a liter and a half a liter and a half isn't actually that much i think because it, it was like a fucking big crock pot uh jim yeah. n-word in the chat explained that uh a quarter a quarter gallon is one liter so obviously yeah. four liters is a gallon I think it was yeah. closer to four gallons, uh, four liters, because the, it was like it was the kind of pot that you could stew a fucking lamb's head in. No, no, it was, it was fucking four, huge. It was four liters of liquid cheese, but it was a liter and a half of milk in there. Liter and a half of milk, right? So, but it was four liters of liquid cheese. Oh, it was no, like yeah, if we're talking about. I was. It talking was a about lot the, of fucking liquid cheese. Put it that way. There was a lot. <laughs> there was a fair bit. Uh, thinking, oh, I'm trying to think of a movie context of a. Uh, I think of the uh, the pot that Mrs. Doubtfire when uh, Doot she's, learned fire, how to cook. Doot she's learned how to cook. 
the pot that she's trying to, she's steaming the lobster in. Yeah. It was that full of fucking liquid cheese. God, that's a fucking obscure reference you're asking of me here, Greeno. That's the only movie I could think of that has like a pot of the same size. Okay. Well, you, you anyway, speaking of movies, phenomenal. Dave, uh, yeah, let, so let's address this because uh, we spoke about this last week when I uh, said I remember well, last season. Last, last season, season last yes. Week. Pardon yeah. me, of course. Season fifty-seven, I think it was. Well, Fifty-eight yeah. or one of those. Something like that. Yeah. So I mentioned that I remember John Candy in a Cannonball Run movie, and then we looked through and found that uh, John Candy was not in Cannonball Run, and he wasn't even in Cannonball Two, Greeno. Yeah. And to be fair, like I, I. I feel like I got a win here, but it was an unintentional win. You know what I mean? It was like when you're playing poker and you don't realize that you've got the winning hand and you go, well, I guess I'm out. And you flip your cards over and everyone goes, oh, you fucking idiot. You won. You know, that kind of situation. You won on a pair of juices. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You know, I feel like it was one of those situations because High Plains Grifter got in touch with us and he said, look, uh, just want to set your boys straight. John Candy was in a Cannonball Run movie. He was in Cannonball 3, Greeno. Now, I didn't even oh, know Gary. that there was a Cannonball 3. I thought it was 1 and 2 and done, and that was it. They were out. Well, the reason being is it was called Speed Zone. Speed Zone. So why has it got Cannonball 3 here? Cannonball well, because it was part of the franchise, but it was called Cannonball Run 3 Speed Zone, oh. according to High Plains 207. Is Cannonball part of the National Lampoon's thing? No, I think it's separate. I think it's separate. Because, you know, National um, Lampoon's business model, like they sell the National Lampoon's label to people and label anybody can like make a National, National Lampoon's. National Lampoon's Van Wilder, National Lampoon's. Yes. Yeah, those kind of things. So yeah. I was thinking, oh, okay, so it was called, you know, National Lampoon's Speed Run or something, and then someone else Ooh. bought the rights to it and called it Cannonball So yeah. it was called Cannonball Run 3 in Germany, apparently, because uh, I forget what this means, something like it's going to get hot on the highway or something. It's going to get fast on the highway. Uff, them yeah. highway gets its richer loss. <laughs> Thank you for that. Your, your German is fucking flawless, by the way. <laughs> it's flawless. <laughs> Look out. Look out where the shit's off. Something um, like it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen out on the highway. It's going to be fast out there on the highway. And there now, we go. John Candy... Alyssa Milano, Brooke good, Shields, man. Eugene Levy. Now, can I ask you, um, you got to pick one, Alyssa Milano or Brooke Shields? Where, which way are you going? Oh, can I have neither? Oh, no, you got to pick one. Now, you have to pick, you can pick one in their prime. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Shields bit. for me. It's like hands down. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Brooke as well. Yep. Yeah, but I only pre Eddie Murphy because I don't want to know what Eddie did to her. Like I'm not going there. <laughs> she was with Eddie Murphy, was she? She was. Yeah, yeah. I only remember her with Andre Agassi. Yeah, I, that was after Eddie Greener. Oh really? They go. I remember her with Michael Jackson for a bit. See, actually, no, I changed Jackson. my mind. I'm going with Alyssa because I don't want to know what Michael did to her. Oh no, Alyssa Milano. You don't want any of that, surely. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Sure we're talking. Not. We're talking Pete. Um, Peter Boyle, Greener. Peter Boyle. Yeah, Peter uh, Boyle from uh thing. Do you know who Matt Frewer is? No. No, I don't. All right. Should we give the chat an opportunity to say what movie Matt Frewer might have been on that is probably well-known and kind of okay, more I'll put some thinking music on. Jim's the only one in the chat, so he'll have... He'll Jim, have... Jim's, got, Jim's got the law and order yeah. amount, amount of time. We'll give you a couple of seconds. Out. Now, who is Matt Frewer? Matt Frewer. And what's he from? I, I haven't heard of any of these other people. Sherry Belafonte. Uh, I'm assuming okay. she's related to the banana guy because that's the only other Harry, Belafonte. Harry Belafonte? Uh, is it Harry? Might be. Uh, Lee Van Cleef. 
Greeno, never heard of him. And Donna Dixon, never heard of her either. So, not okay, quite so sure. Yeah, Sherry Belafonte. And yeah, she's the daughter of Harry Belafonte, a world famous singer, actor, and civil rights activist. Nice, so Gary. We want no part of her as well. Yeah. Now, let's have a look at uh, Donna Dixon. Donna Dixon, what did she do? Let's Jim's saying he's got no fucking idea, by the way, who Matt Frewer is. So. Okay, all right. So Donna Dixon looks to be... Okay, so this looks to be... Uh, Donna Dixon is the spouse of Dan Aykroyd. Mm. Um, really? And, and let's have a look at prime Donna Dixon. So that makes me think that Dan Aykroyd must have had a producer oh. credit in this movie because right. otherwise so, she wouldn't be in it. <laughs> okay. okay, so you asked the question of we going to Alyssa or Brooke Shields? Yeah. No, no, no. We are taking prime Donna Dixon. Really? Is the answer to the question, sir. Really? Yes, 100% we are. Come on. Give me a give me an, a time range. Like, are we talking late 80s well, here? Or? Well, just Google Donna Dixon yep. images and go to the fifth image. Okay. Donna Dixon. Let's have a look here. Oh. While you're looking this up, the okay. answer to the question, Matt Frewer was was the, uh, the neighbor, the dad neighbor in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, right, that guy the, with the baseball cap, Greeno. With the baseball cap, that's the one. There you go. I watched that only recently and I loved it. Me too. We, I, watched it with, uh, I watched it with my little one. Okay, there she is, Donna Dixon, Greeno. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's better than Alyssa. That's better than Brooke, I think. Uh, I don't know if it's better than Brooke, you know, Prime. Uh... Uh, we'll go, uh, go two over then. Uh, it's a, kind of a similar picture. Yeah, no. Actually, no, sorry. I, I don't. Go, go no, third look. row. Third row, last image on, on the end. I can't say it's better than Brooke in her prime because she was pretty good in her Well, prime. yeah, Brooke's also like 14 there, bro. No, That's... she's not. She's <laughs> old there. This isn't, this isn't, um, what was that movie she did? When Blue she Lagoon. Was... Blue Lagoon. That's the one. <laughs> Actually, no, yeah, go to uh, Donna Dixon, third, third row down, very far right. Third row down, very far right. Very far right. So she's got Jim's vote out there, by the way. <laughs> she's yeah. on the very far right. Yeah. Uh, third row down, very far right. Images. Like Dixon. silver jumpsuit happening. Silver jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah. Have a look. So this is Dan Aykroyd's missus, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I've got it. Uh, let's see here. That's the one. That's the one. I'm going to have to blow it up. Uh, it's not in. It's not in good resolution, unfortunately. No, nah, the resolution's pretty bad. It is 1989, so... Yeah, that's true. So there you go, Cannibal Run 3. So well done, the hate speech. He's uh, got us onto that. And and now, I feel like it's only appropriate to watch the trailer. Oh, absolutely. understanding of the beauty that is. Because we were going to watch it pre-show. Yeah. We said, no, no, it only feels right to watch this together for the first time and see what we're missing here on Cannonball Fever. I've never, I never even knew that Cannonball Run 3. Were, I'm, see, that's the thing. I must have seen it at some point when I was a kid to remember John Candy in a Cannonball Run movie. Hundred percent, because I was adamant. Movies. Yeah, it would have been one of those movies was on like Channel Nine, twelve yeah. thirty on a Sunday, two in the morning. We were, yeah, yeah, fucking we stoned out of your brain. Hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> we would have watched it then. That's where some of the best movies were on. You're like, you found these little gems, yeah. fucking like after midnight, because they couldn't play Cannibal Run three at eight thirty on a Sunday night. They had to play the hits. And let me tell so you, I remember, I remember John Candy in Cannonball Run. I never, I don't remember Donna Dixon. Put it that way. <laughs> so let's have a look. 
Have a look at what we got here. Oh, right. Oh, Ryan Greeno. Getting from coast to coast has never been easy. Shut up! But Americans have the kind of driving ambition to meet the challenge and live by the rules of the road. <laughs> no tailgating. No littering. My God. I do remember that. No tipping. I do remember so that. This must be the movie you saw late at night. That black guy, I remember that where they're fucking him up, where they're fucking his car up, and then they shit themselves. And he's, my fucking car. I remember this bit. No tipping. You can be so cool. Why, thank you. No Eugene concealed Levy. weapons. No invisible weapons. The new stealth. Well, you know what? I remember this Arab guy too, staring at that lady's boobers. I do remember this. I, I'm getting flashes of, you know, hot flashes of memories, Greeno. Are those boobies? I think that's Donna Dixon. Is that Donna Dixon? No, she's blonde, isn't she? Well, she's blonde in real life. Doesn't mean she hasn't yeah, put on a true. brown wig for this, this program. The only thing when you look at, like, the late 80s, early 90s women, Greeno, it's hard to get past the bush factor, isn't it? Because you know they're all packing bush. It's, you know... It, it makes, don't you think it takes like 0.5 off them, off their rating? Well, instantly? the reason it doesn't, the reason I'm not going to take 0.5 off is because in 1989, we had zero bush because we hadn't gone through puberty yet. So, no, no, no. But yeah, but historically, if you're looking back, they all Historic. had bush. <laughs> they all had bush. And, that, and that's a point, it's an instant 0.5 to 1.0 <laughs> off your score immediately. But you're going to have. But we've got the same issue with Brooke and we've got the same issue with Alyssa in 1980s. Oh, of course. But they're still right. rating like kind of in the high eights, nines. Still on the scales, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So we can't, we can't take 0.5 off Donna without taking 0.5 off 80s Brooke and 80s uh, Alyssa. Well, not not 15-year-old Brooke. <laughs> she was in Blue Lagoon, Greta. <laughs> no invisible Do you remember from Blue Lagoon? Because obviously you had good fields. And like we probably watched those that as kids. Not oh, quite, look, that's the but problem. That's the problem. Wasn't there a little bit of, there was a bit of dong in that off memory? Uh, yeah, there probably was. I don't remember it. Um, I don't remember any nudity from her either. I remember like no, she had her hair her. covering her, you know, her boobies Yeah, yeah, and stuff. yeah. That was the whole point of the movie. But, but I swear there might have been yeah. a bit of dong. But that's, that's the funny thing, right? So like you, you remember like, cause I re- remember when we were kids, I had a real big thing for Christina Ricci. Greener, Richie, how you say her name? From uh, Casper, fame. of course. And but yeah. I, I, you liked her from Casper. I liked her from the Adams family. I loved her as Wednesday Adams. Like yeah, she was, yeah, yeah. she was my first kind of celebrity girl crush. Mm. Now the problem is right when you're twelve or thirteen, and they're twelve or thirteen, it's fine. But yeah. if if you're a thirty year old or a forty year old, <laughs> and you look back and you think of your first girl crush, it's like, hang on, that's a thirteen year old kid. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but at the time, you don't know. Yeah. You don't think that exactly. Yes. Now I I would want to adopt her, you know, because I think she's a great kid. <laughs> like, yeah. But. Uh, well, no, obviously, obviously not now because she did that Black Snake Moan movie with um, Samuel Jackson, so she's damaged Greener. Okay. She also went out with Owen Benjamin for a while. Who's Owen Benjamin? He's like a failed comedian. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's not very funny. So yeah. ever since I found that out, I was like, oh, God, he was with her, was he? And then uh, ever since then, I I haven't found her attractive at all. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I think you look at it and go, foul comedian, we've got a chance here. No, 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no, not if you knew him. Not if you knew yeah, okay. Owen Benjamin. No, definitely not. Well, now we look up Owen no. Benjamin. You're going to look up Owen Benjamin. You're going to go down a rabbit hole, man. Save that for after the show. Trust me. Yeah, no, it's fine. weapons. I do. I remember that. I remember that scene there, where they're like, "What's uh, you know? What have you got behind your towel? Are you wiretapping or something?" And he's like, "No, have a look for yourself." And they're like, "Yep, nothing there." I remember that. No spitting, barking, skipping, or jumping. That feels good. <laughs> no pit stops. No. There, there you go. Jim word in the chat. Okay there, Owen Benjamin. <laughs> now he's calling me Owen Benjamin, Greener. Mercy. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Anyway, Owen Benjamin what? is an uh, American conspiracy theorist and internet personality. There you go. Yeah, he does yeah. some flat earth stuff. Okay. Yeah. How Owen was... Benjamin cancelled himself. I'm not going to click on any of this because I don't want to fuck up my algorithm, but... <laughs> I told you, it's a rabbit hole. What happened to Owen Benjamin? Yep. Oh, there you go. There are oh, yeah, no rules. Oh, now I understand you. Anyways, it's uh, your So it's this white. one was called Cannonball Fever, Fever. Green. Oh, Cannonball Run. That's why we call it. I like stories it. about pinatas. This is the one I remember. Cannonball yeah. Fever is the one I remember. So this came after Cannonball Run and 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they obviously tried to get, they wrote the script, they sent it to Reynolds. Reynolds was like, nah, man, I'm fucking, I'm, not I'm, doing busy, this. Yeah. I'm busy on Evening Shade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we, can't, <laughs> we can't be doing Cannibal Fever. We're, we're um, working on a new treatment for the next Smokey and Bandit movie. I'm not going to be exactly. In this. We, uh, we're done. And they're like, what can we do? Well, how about you go get the SCTV guys? How about you get Candy, you get your Eugene Levy. Who's hot right now? Ah, Brooke Shields, get Brooke in. Mm-hmm. Ah, who's that chick off fucking? Who's the boss? Get her in as well. Who's Dan Aykroyd fucking these days? <laughs> Yeah, bring her her in. Donna Dixon. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently Donna Dixon. I was, I was doing some Google uh, at the same time. Uh, she was on Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks. Bosom Buddies. Oh my so goodness. She was on like the, the sitcom era around that time. We need to get Donna Dixon on the show, Greeno. If she Ooh. was part of the Bosom Buddies. Part of the Bosom Buddies. The yeah. old Tom Hanks uh, sitcom. Fucking fantastic stuff. So there you go, Cannonball Fever, ladies and gentlemen. Nice, Gary. No, I'm not going to hate Pete. Sending that through, making sure. Yeah, putting putting things right. Well we like to be accurate on the show. Yeah. Turns out we were, we, uh, Dana was on the money there. I was, accidentally. Uh, yeah. Hamath, Hamath, Hamas synthesizers, Greener? Let's have a look. Yeah, so you know, pause for a minute. We were talking about, um, we are talking about politicians, uh, last season. And you're talking about how look, we need to like revamp the whole political system. You want to like cut their wages to a certain point. Yep. So the only people that are willing to do it are people who don't need the money and are already crazy with power, which is kind of the politicians we have, or people that are just fucking good go-getters who are like, we don't care, we're only getting paid thirty thousand no, no, dollars. You're characterizing it the wrong way. It would it would be the people who are rich enough to do it for a hobby and for their own personal gratification, or the people yep. who really, really, really care. I didn't say really, they were really good. Really they might yep. really, really, really care about bad stuff, you know. But mm. at least they're doing it because they, they really, care. really, really care. That's exactly. right. Not getting paid shit. <laughs> they're now, not good. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, our elected officials aren't that great uh, because they pay a stupid wage, they get a stupid pension, they get a stupid travel allowance, they get a stupid meal allowance. Uh, even though they really don't need any of that shit. Um, and we're left with this. And obviously, you, you look to your leaders in, in times of trouble, like what Obvious, is happening. Obviously. <laughs> what is happening uh, over there. Uh, over there. Fucking, I don't know where it is. I'm not good at geography. <laughs> Somewhere over there. Yeah, nah. Somewhere over there. 
shit's going on. She's getting real over there. Shit's popping off, got, Greeno. We got to we got to look to our leaders mm. um, for leadership to, to kind of yeah. to make sure that they're across it because these are the people that are making decisions on if we're gonna like. Are we taking a side in this particular war? Mm. Are we going to send troops there? Mm. Are we going to send our tax dollars in this particular area? Mm. We need our politicians to be fucking across this. Mm. And thank fuck we've got people like this in charge who are fucking right across the issue. I want to know what nationality they were from. And I want to know if any of them are Hamas synthesizers. <laughs> nice, Gary! <laughs> couple things to unpack there. Quickly, that clip is literally seven seconds, and I've got a couple of things to unpack. Go for it. Let's go back to the start. So play it again. Yep. I want to know what nationality they were from. What nationality they were from? What nationality they were from? From, yeah. Last time I checked, I think it was either nation they're from or nationality they are. So already concerned that our representatives there in the Senate don't understand the English language. Uh, that concerns me. Mm. I'm also not too sure what's going on with the, the Hamas synthesizers. Yep. Um, is there a DJ set happening? Do they we need to get be. the glow sticks out? Uh, is that, is that a fixer, Damo? You know nothing, you know nothing about politics. I know nothing about fucking what side of the world it's on mm. between us. We can fix this. I think I can fix it, Greeno. Have a look. I want to know what nationality they were from. And I want to know if any of them are Hamas. Synthesizers. I want to know what nationality they were from. And I want to know if any of them are Hamas. Synthesizers. I want to know what nationality they were from. And I want to know if any of them are Hamas. Synthesizers. Synthesizers, Greeno. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to overdub it with some Devo. Yeah. <laughs> Get some fucking, fucking Hamas so, synthesizers involved. So that could bring me. an end to the war, Greeno. That's what I'm saying. Isn't it again? What we're gonna get the fucking thing? We're gonna do a set. I'm gonna get the glow sticks out. We'll, we'll get some, we'll get some uh we'll get some pills over there. Everyone will be fucking happy. We'll get the light show happening. Love it. Um everyone will come together. By the end of it, Jim we'll Jim N word in the chat, Greeno. Ah. Obviously, Greeno is an Israeli synthesizer. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Obviously, the only was. thing, the only thing that was missing was her, instead of Hamas, she said Hamas. Hamas. That would have been nice. I got yeah, a quick, little, I got a quick little story. I like time stories for about pinatas. Back when I was doing uh, removals, we had a lot of military contracts. So I was about nineteen at the time. I had a truck license. That's how I got the job. Yeah. So basically, and uh, you're and you're a big unit. I so was you a big unit. Shit. Yeah, but that was you secondary. Disclose that your back's fucked though. Yeah, well, it is now after doing yeah. removals. Um, but that was secondary to the fact that I had a truck license because I could drive all the removalists around. And of course I was moving the furniture with them, but they Mm -hmm. need truck drivers more than they need just grunts who show up and just lift stuff. You know, there's plenty of them around. Um, so I got the job, no problem. And we used to get a lot of military contracts where like someone in the Australian defense force would be moving from one city. They've been relocated from one fucking base to another. Mm-hmm. A lot of that kind of stuff. And a lot of our workforce in that kind of, there was a hot season for that. I can't remember what part of the year it was, but generally like all of the transfers happen at the same time. So during that season, we would hire like backpackers and shit to come in and yep. just, you know, fill up the ranks and fill up what we need. And I had a Dutch guy with me once and 
one of we had a job at the naval base in Sydney, and it was like HMAS whatever. And so you know you had to do a security check before you went in there, and <coughs> pardon me, this this was just some guy who lived at the naval base. He was you know a twenty year old guy, so uh, we're packing up all his stuff, and he's got fucking porn everywhere and all that kind of stuff. You know, typical typical stuff you'd expect from a navy guy, right? And but, so we're driving in, and this guy starts freaking out. This Dutch guy. Now he's been in the country like a week and a half or something. This Dutchman, mm-hmm. and he's like. Oh, I don't think we should be going in here. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, we shouldn't be going in here. We can't be going in here. I'm like, mate, this is where the fucking job is. We're going in. And he's like, yeah, but look at it. There's guns. The people have guns. And, you know, I don't think this is good. I don't, I don't think this is all right. I, I'm, I'm worried. And I'm, I'm looking at him thinking, what the fuck? What's wrong with this fucking idiot? What fucking idiot backpacker have they signed me up with here today? You know, the company. <laughs> who, who the fuck is this moron? I'm like, mate, don't worry. Just fucking relax. We're here for, we've got security passes to be here. We're moving this guy out today. That's our, that's what we're doing today. If you don't want the money, fucking get out now and we'll get someone else. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think we should be doing it. I'm like, fucking calm down. What's wrong with you? I only found out after the, the job was done, you know, we were on our way home. We stopped to get a beer and, and I said, so what was all that shit this morning? You're like, why are we freaking out? And he, he, he looked, he went bright red. And I swear to God, Green, a hand on heart. He said to me, I saw the HMAS and I thought it was Hamas. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> he thought we were going into a Hamas base, Greeno. Me? Wow. <laughs> what a Poor guy. What a Poor guy. Out. He was fucking freaking out. He's like, man, I didn't fucking bring any albums. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, I didn't bring any synthesizers. <laughs> fucking, what are we going to do here? <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Uh, Top quality employee there. Uh, oh, <laughs> mate. Fuck. Oh, well, that's the state of politics. That's, that's what I thought was the state of politics at the moment. Hamas but we've got synthesizers. good news. Yep. We've got good news. We've got Hamas synthesizers from what nationality uh, they come from. What was it again? What nationality they do they right. come from? I wanted to show from. this screen, though, too. Yeah, this one's a good one because, uh, you know, everyone's going to poo-poo the fuck it. Well, actually, no. Let's take one step back earlier in the show. Let's step back in time. Yeah, so we were talking about time. how the Hang ACT. Hey, I'll find it. Where the fuck is it? I always find I always lose I think it's in way. back in time, off memory. Yeah. It's still keyed up the way it used to be. Step back in time. So earlier in the show, we were talking about the no vote and how the people that said yes were from the ACT. That's uh, that's Canberra. That's the, the nation's capital. That's where the parliament is. And it turns out they're saying yes to a lot of things at the moment, and then they're keen. And uh, this is one of our senior politicians, correct me if I'm wrong, Dame. Once again, I know nothing about fucking politics. Eh, somewhat I swear, senior. Somewhat. I swear I've seen this hairdo for a while now. Um I feel like she's been around a while and she's a little bit concerned about the Michaelia, culture. Michaelia Cash, I think her name is, Greeno. Yeah. Um, she's a little bit concerned about what's happening down in Canberra yep. uh, with the prospect of, uh, I believe, legalisation of a few illicit substances. Let's have a look. Now, you know my views on legalisation. No, legalise all of it. In the I, same way, you want to juice up all the oh, fucking athletes. Have the I, I am so much in favour of legalise it. I make Cypress Hill blush with feelings of inadequacy. Yeah. Greeno, <laughs> they look at me. They look at me and go, "Wow, that guy's fucking hardcore. He will illegalise it all." Yes, I will. Uh, so let's have a look. Uh, politician in Canberra 
talking about the possible. Now, remember, like you said, the ACT is its own little voting area, right? They have their own yeah. residence. It's not considered a state. It's the, a territory. It's a territory. Yeah. And this is where, like, all of the people who work for the federal government live, basically. Uh, they live in the ACT. so And it's a tiny little area halfway between Sydney and Melbourne because Sydney and Melbourne couldn't decide on who should be the capital. So they said, let's build a city halfway between the in two the cities yeah. in the middle and that will be the capital. Uh, typical fucking Australians. So, um, yes, like you said, so they have, uh, I think the Greens are in power in the in the capital territory, if I'm not mistaken. The Green Party. Ah, uh, sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Once again, I fucking know. I think, I think they're in power there. And you know that that says that what well, everything you need to know. Chock full of fucking yeah. homeless synthesizers. Man. Yes, that's right. A lot of homeless synthesis. <laughs> homeless. How do we get to homeless? Homeless synthesizers, Greeno. Nice, <laughs> nice Gary. Are you a homeless synthesizer? Yeah. The fucking yeah. Between the homeless synthesizers and the fucking Gaza Strip, I'm yeah. fucking over the Gaza. The yeah. nice Gary is inappropriate right now. Now, I feel like we're leaning one way. Well, I can tell you, so in the capital territory where, you know, the capital is and where Parliament House is and where the politicians go to do their little thea- theatrics, where all the people who work for the federal government live, that is the only territory slash state in Australia where it's legal to have a couple of plants of weed in your own possession. Like, you can grow your own weed in the ACT, but not in any other state, which is fucking nice, Gary, right? No! Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's it's good for me, but not for thee kind of situation, right? Yeah. So it's legal there to have your own weed uh, and grow your own, but not anywhere else. And now they're going to legalize a whole bunch of other drugs. So this is a conservative politician. Well, the, other, the other thing for our uh, non-Australian listeners, mm. Canberra, uh, Canberra and uh, the ACT has historically has been known for two things. Porn and fireworks. Porn and fireworks, right? Now you can get porn, fireworks and weed. And they're like, well, we, we need to fucking expand this empire. We need to up our and, Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah. We went on, I think, a couple of field trips, you and me and a couple of other boys. We went down. I only went on one with you. We did the, oh, the, okay. the one, the I one went on day a couple. field trip. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you went on a couple. I went on the one day field trip where yeah. we got up at 4 a.m., yeah. drove to Canberra, uh, yeah. did our thing for half a day and then drove back that that's night. That's right. Because in Canberra, it was it's again Canberra's the only place where you can legally buy fireworks yeah and um you know it's basically there's just porn and fight there, there are shops that sell porn and fireworks like in the shop it'll be a porn and fireworks shop you know and then and, one of each yes do you, do you remember a quick little story time Greener? I like stories about pinatas do you remember one porn slash fireworks slash bong shop we walked into yes so, the old lady the old like, ladies two old ladies uh, so there yep. was bongs on the counter, like under the counter, like you know, imagine like a jewelry store. You know how they have the case and like the display all, case, yeah, like display case. It's our prestige diamond. That's yeah. it. So that's where all the bongs were. The rest, it was like a warehouse. This place was huge. Now the whole rest of the warehouse was fireworks and porn. So we went in there. We bought our fireworks. We bought our porn, and that's where I bought my famous, world famous uh, Bart Simpson head bong. Do you remember that? I still have that somewhere tucked away in a wardrobe somewhere, that thing, uh, the Bart Simpson bong. So it was a, it yeah. was a porcelain kind of um, Bart Simpson head made into a bong, and I bought it at that place. And <clears throat> the <clears throat> pardon me, the funniest thing about that place was 
we walk in there and there's two ladies. They're probably both dead now because we were 18, I reckon, at the time, 19 when we went down there. We did this. Uh, yeah, 18, yeah, because it was the year after school. 18. Yeah. So we've gone down to Canberra and we're like, we're going to go buy some porn, some fireworks and some fucking weed paraphernalia, all right, and then come home. It's all legal. It's yeah, all good. It's all legal there. It's fine. So we walk in there and there's the two ladies working in this bong slash weed slash fireworks shop had to be in their 70s, I reckon. They were old, 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 old ladies. And I remember one of our mates, Harves, going up. Now, he picked it. He was a porn aficionado. He's a connoisseur of pornography. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. And he walked up with a couple of titles and... You know, it was just the funniest thing watching these old ladies scan these these porno DVDs and going, oh, you're going to love this one, love. She's a filthy bitch, that one. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> you're going to love that one, darling. She does absolutely disgusting stuff in that movie. And it was just fucking hilarious. These two old ladies running this porn slash bog slash firework shop. Oh, that's yeah, the kind of grandma the you want, isn't it? I'd upset the the title of the movie, and I remember, for some reason it sticks in my head. Cunt hunt. It's one of, <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> that was one of them. Cunt hunt. That was one of them. And the, the, and the stuck... picture on the front was like a chick in like full camouflage with a, a yeah. bullet belt around her shoulder. And yeah, cunt yeah. hunt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other one that sticks in my mind is uh, Muffy the Vampire Layer. Muffy the Vampire Layer. Yes. Muffy <laughs> uh, was big at that time. <laughs> Fantastic. So anyway, uh, they're changing some laws in Canberra. Let's have a look. They want to legalise some drugs. Let's see what they're going to do. The first group will be the people who travel down the Hume Highway hoping to experience the ACT's party lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You can guess what? You can now do about 15 lines. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Nice, Gary. (laughs) Actually, there's some great (laughs) – you're right, Michaelia. That's exactly what people will do. Uh, I like this comment uh, from whoever this fucking guy is. Finally, a reason to visit Canberra, Greeno. Nice, Gary. We've all been to Canberra, and we've just given examples when we were kids. The party lifestyle is not the first thing that comes to mind, to be fair. Like, you go down for for the porn, the fireworks, the bong paraphernalia, and – but you don't stick around for the nightlife. Like we, no. we we drove down at four in the morning from Sydney, or yeah, drove down for four in the morning to Sydney, and drove back before we even hit night. Yeah. Uh, and go go up a little bit, go up. Uh, that one. Uh, no, the one with Michaela with the red shirt. Hmm. This is this is this is Michaela. She's had a, a few lines herself, I think. Curry for the go and have a, a curry for the country. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to tell the prime minister that one. A curry for the country. I love it. I love Indian food. It's Food. Oh, she is. She's a fucking. She's a loose cannon. This one. Get a few lines. That one. Bad call from the government. Is he going to have a curry for the? Go and have a curry for the. Hey, I'm going to tell the prime minister that one. A curry for the country. I love it. I love Indian food. It's my favourite food. I promise you, I will do that. <laughs> God, she. I don't know if she's on coke, but she's definitely roiding. Like, look at the neck. Look at the neck it's, strain happening here, Greeno. Yeah, it's it's got a, a turtle feel to it. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, what's that movie that fucking Dana Carvey did, where apparently at nine eleven he was dressed. Oh, he was dressed up in like a turtle costume. Hmm. He was like a turtle man. I'm getting the fucking turtle man vibes from Michaelia with the neck. I, don't, I still, I to this day, I still don't know who Dana Carvey is. Is is it Garth from fucking Wayne's World? Right, but I don't remember anything else that he's ever done ever. Because he's done nothing other than that. It's a, a fucking <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
like he's got no other movie that's of anything worth watching. Fantastic. Uh, that movie was called Master of Disguise, actually, off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't remember that one either. No. It's terrible. That's the one. That's the reason. It's fucking, it's absolutely shit. There's a reason Mike Myers went off and did some successful things, and Garth is Garth. Um, but people, people talk about Data Carvey like he's some kind of comic genius, though. As well, no. So I, uh, he's got a podcast at the moment. This is a podcast we talked about a little while ago, where I was I was making jokes about it, going, "These two fuckers uh, give credits at the end, talking about producer and executive producer and line producer of their podcast." And I'm like, "All you do is sit there line and producer talk. at a podcast. What would and you need podcast? one of those for?" <laughs> editor, this, editor, this person, this person. Like they listed off like 14 credits, and I'm like. You have that many people. Fucking Damo does all those jobs, and he does it for free. Yeah. <laughs> that those, those are only those are the people who are paying him money to do it. I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Um, let's get to this because uh, we've talked about uh, we we're doing this segment for a little while now called the Bears Tweet of the Week, but I've noticed a bit of a tw- a trend with the Bears Tweet of the Week. Where I thought we were a little obsessed with the ratings. He's like moving in. Thursday He's night footy. fucking pissing on our territorial grounds, Greeno. He's trying He's to talk- take over. He talked about footy ratings for a bit, yep. and then he started. Then he started getting a little bit political. The if bear. he starts he talking about, about, if he starts talking about Gogglebox, I will hunt him down. Oh, Greeno. Look out! We are cancelling the bear. Yeah. Um, so he went from that, and then he went to yeah, he went to Sky News ratings. He doesn't. He's not a big fan of Chris Kenny from the last dozen tweets he said. But he seems to have this obsession with ratings in general. I saw this. This is the Bears tweet of the week, E. Maurice. American TV networks are most unhappy with the World Series lineup. Arizona v. Texas represents small markets, which equals small ratings. How is Texas a small market? Well, they are because people for uh, I think there's more people in Houston. Um, well, no, Texas is the state, right? So, what is, what city uh, is the Texas? What what city are the Arlington. Texas Rangers in? Arlington. Arlington. Okay. Ambelina's yeah, Ambelina's in the chat. She's a Texan. I think she's a West Texan, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry if I got that wrong, because they get very territorial in Texas about East Texas and West West Texas and South Texas. I don't know anything about North Texas. I think that's called Oklahoma. <laughs> so you know, North Texans are their own problem. But yeah. I think she's from West Texas, if I'm not mistaken, Ambelina, you can correct me. So Attention. is Arlington Arlington does sound like a small place, doesn't it? Yeah, look, I think Texas is more of a football town. So no matter who it is, like it's not one of those, it's not a big East or West Coast team is, is the key. Now, here's where I need to pull the bear up. Hmm. When the Yankees and Dodgers met in the World Series, ratings were huge. Huge markets equals huge rating, ratings, that's life. Now, the bear failed to point out when the last time the Yankees and Dodgers met in the World Series, Damo. 1981. He's just fucking making it up. He doesn't know what the ratings were because we didn't have ratings meters in 1981. Oh, there you go. I've heard back from Ambelina. She's from West Texas, but she lives in East Texas. There you go. You got Ambelina. Are you pumped for the World Series? Are you a Rangers fan? What's going Ran- on? So wait. So what? What cities in Texas are West Texas then? Greeno, you're the baseball guy. You should know this shit. I no, see. I, I only I mean, know geography in Britain because of football fucking... teams, like soccer teams. I can tell you, like where the city is in Britain based Mate, on the name of the base soccer percentage. team. Geography is not my fucking strong suit. I know the only reason I know what teams are on the east and west coast is because they're in the AL All right. East. How many? AL how many baseball teams are in Texas? Is there one in Houston? 
Is there a baseball yes. team in Houston? Okay, who yeah, are they? The Houston Astros. Okay, so the Houston Astros. Now that's pretty. I think that's South Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Could be. Or is it Central? I don't, I don't know. Is it Central Texas? I don't know. I know yeah. it floods, so it must be near water somehow. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a Rockets fan, I should fucking know that. Now, know is that. there a team in Dallas as well? No. There's no team in Dallas in baseball. No team in Dallas. Okay, so they've already got Texas and they've got Houston. Okay, so we've got the Rangers who are in Arlington and we've got Houston yep. Astros. Is that it? Yep, that's it. They're the that's only two teams in Texas, Greener. Yeah. Really? That's wild. I would have thought Texas is so huge. I would have thought they'd have more. How many teams does fucking California have? They've got like six, don't they? Uh, no. Dodgers, got, right? Dodgers. Oakland, Dodgers, Angels, A's, Oakland, Angels, uh, Giants. So they got four, four teams. I ah. uh, said that's the Rangers. Jim Enward saying that's the Rangers fucking retards. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> very good. Anyway, the bear he's he's, he's dwelling on the days of nineteen eighty one. Okay. To make his point, we need to fuck it. We had huge ratings back in 1981. Bear, fuck, calm down. Yep, fantastic. Move on. Yeah. Um, and once so again, Arizona's I, the D backs, isn't it? To be fair, man, I just want to fuck it. I just want to talk about this for a sec. Yeah. I am sick. Like, I'm sick of the narrative of like, oh, TV rating is going to be bad. So we don't want these teams to be in the World Series. Who gives a fuck? I'm not. Why would you want teams in the World Series just so ratings can be huge? Do you want to see just teams that are going to play good, entertaining baseball? Like, it's well, fucking dumb. If you're only watching teams because they're from, the like, a big market, that's just fucking stupid. Like, haven't, haven't the Cardinals won a bunch of World Series and they're a tiny team? Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're a small market technically, but. Yeah. So, like, St. Louis, like, you know, does, uh, do you know where that is? I don't think the people no, in St. Really. Louis know where they that's, are. Greener. That's in the middle of America, just <laughs> based on middle. what division they're in. Okay. So. Yeah. You know, they've won a bunch of World Series. What's the fucking difference? I, I kind of like There's the no, small team. It's fucking stuff. stupid, man. I like seeing I like seeing young, entertaining teams play. Texas play. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to, fuck it, I'm moving uh, number nine in the rundown up to now. Uh, World Series preview time. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this World Series, to be fair, because we've got the Arizona Diamondbacks, even though they were the, the lowest-ranked team in the playoffs, have fucking made it to the World Series. Mm. They're the only team, Statman, if we can, sir. Statman. I'm a Statman. This is, there's no notes here. I'm just fucking making off the top of my head. They're the only team uh, that's ever made the World Series with a negative run differential during the season. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, it means uh, the team, like, they, they, should lose, they should lose more games than they win, basically. Theoretically, yeah. So that when they lost, they lost big. When they won, they won little. So um, in Moneyball terms, it would be like he doesn't get on base. <laughs> we no, don't win. We don't like, score yeah, runs. They, they we win, score less runs. Tight, they win tight games, but if they yeah. lose, they're going to lose by a fair They get bit. blown out. Which, yeah. look, it's, it's just never happened before. No one's ever been in the World Series because normally the teams that are dominating have fucking a massive run differential, like yeah. plus plus 50. Because they're winning like 7-1, 8-2, fucking 6-0. Well, they just, they just win more games. Yeah. It's expanded playoffs, right? right. So – D-backs ended up being the lowest ranked team throughout the course of the year. Can but I just they, can I just point out, Greeno, since we're talking about stats? I'm a stat man. Stat man. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this in the comments, but Johnny's best, whoever he is, he replied to the Bears tweet and said, how's Chris Kenny's ratings this week? Chris Kenny's right on it. Same day reply. 
Wednesday night, 23,000 behind Cor- Coronation Street. Surely it can't continue. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's still on Chris Getty, Greeno. Uh, <laughs> he's watching Chris Getty like a fucking hawk. <laughs> 23,000 on Wednesday night behind Coronation Street. Uh, <laughs> Surely it can't continue. The yeah. Bear is not a fan of Chris Kenny. He's definitely not. Wow. Uh, but yeah, big World Series this week. Uh, game, game one tomorrow. Um, it's going it's, it's to be an interesting series. Texas are fucking, have got the bats. Uh, Arizona are young and have fucking speed on the base Can path. I just give a dick move, though? You dick. I want to give a dick move to the Texas Rangers because if there's more than one team in your state, where the fuck do you get off calling yourself after the state? They should be the Arlington Rangers. If there's no, another because, fucking, no, no, no. fucking wankers, man. No, no, no. <laughs> no, they were the team. They were the team before the Houston Astros. Too bad. So, now there's no, another no. team in the state. You don't get to own the whole state. No, no. Well, that's fucking Houston's problem, right? No, it's not. So Texas, Texas Rangers were already a team when Houston came. It's a into big the state. League. There's enough room for two teams. You don't get to be the Texas whatever. Well, There's, you do. No, you because you were there first. It was the Texas Rangers because back back in the day there was only a team per state, and then Houston came in as an expansion team mm. because it was like, oh well, there's a fucking Houston area. So, no different to like the whole like California, right? You've got like four there's, teams. Yeah, but there's no team in, in California called the California X. They used to be the fucking California Angels, dude. They used to be, but they're not anymore because there's more than one team in there now. Well, now they're the uh, LA. Anaheim Angels. Uh, sorry, the LA Angels from Anaheim. Yeah, it's so even more LA, stupid. Los Angeles is just a city. Well, right? what gives them the right to fucking own LA? Because the Dodgers are there. No, but it's like, a city. They, yeah, you can have more end. than one. You can have more than one team <clears throat> in it. But they're calling themselves after the city that they're in, not the no, state they're they, in. They were the state beforehand. So if they, they may as well come out and call themselves the United States of America so, Rangers. So <laughs> like, we own the country now. <laughs> we were here first. That's ridiculous. Oh, that's ridiculous. Texas, right. Texas we'll limit ridiculous. it just to a state then. Yeah. The Rangers existed before the Astros, right? Fucking so just don't bullshit. fucking put another team in there. You want the Rangers going, hey, we're okay. going to bring an expansion team in there. Sorry, Texas, you've now got to change your name. Okay, so go back. Okay, all right, fine. I'm fine with that. So let's get rid of all of the secondary and third. And So so which was the first team in California, Greeno? Because the Giants would be out, wouldn't they? They'd be fucked no, off. No, Giants are the first team. Were they really the first team? Yeah. Okay, so you can be the California Giants then. Fuck everyone else off. <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. <laughs> the Angels will have to move. Now, what's a state? Because clearly there's well, actually, not 50 no, teams. No, I think, yeah. I think the Dodgers and the Giants. Ah, so you're moved. out. You're moving no, out. No, no, no. No, we moved it the same year when they did. Uh, but who, who, had the, who had the keys first, Green? Who had the deed first? The was Giants. It, was it the Giants? They officially yeah. had their stadium first. They were the first team in there, the first baseball team. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so everyone else has to move out. Now, out. clearly there, aren't, there isn't 50 teams in baseball, so there's plenty of states without a team. Yeah, they're nuts, yeah. Yeah. That's so, my point. So let's get – let's go. All right, so mean, Houston, you're out. So it's the yeah, Texas, gone. Texas Rangers, and now we're going to have to move, move Houston to – what's a team that – what's a state that doesn't have a team? Does Alaska have a baseball team, Greer? They don't. Okay, let's – The Alaska A's, baby. Who's, the Alaska A's money ball. Who's oh, moving wow. to Anchorage, Greer? <laughs> <laughs> the Anchorage A's. Uh, we'll get the Hawaii Astros. The Hawaii Astros. I like it. There we go. Fucking oath. Travel's going to be a bitch, but fucking we're going. <laughs> Is there we're a going. team in Maine, Greeno? There's not. There's not a team in Maine. There you so go. We're get someone there. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mets were first, weren't they? 
Yeah, the Yankees. Oh, were they? All right, Mets, you're out. It's now, more funny. Is there the is there a baseball? But is there a baseball team in New Jersey though? It's not. Okay, no. it's New Jersey Mets. There you go. New Jersey Mets. I'm sure go. the I'm sure the Mets fans will appreciate that. <laughs> Driving to New Jersey to watch their team. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's the only double ups in in states. Okay. I could be wrong. No, I don't know. Once again, be, I'm terrible with geography. Yeah, there's got to be more. Sure. Uh, we're getting a World Series nonetheless. Looking forward to it. Is there um, a team? I don't think there's a team in any of the Dakotas, is there? North or South no, Dakota? No. Yeah, no we'll get a couple of teams in there then. We're Dakotaless. Yeah. What about uh, North and South Carolina? Is there a team? There's one team yeah, in one of the Carolinas, isn't there? No. Well, no. maybe. I don't know. No? Maybe. You have to, you well, now, what are we going to do about the Canadian teams? Should we move them to a, one of the unoccupied move. American states, Greta? No, no, they can stay. We're just they can have their own. So it's it's, give, me a, give me a 52, 52 teams. 52. 52 team expansion. Yeah. Now, you'll have to get a Puerto Rican team in there as well, obviously. Mm. They would dominate. Oh, we're there. Me? Yeah. 100% they would. Yeah. <laughs> Half the fucking league is Puerto Rican, aren't they? Exactly. <laughs> so so all the teams baseball? would be, the Mets would be moving to Puerto Rico, I reckon. Yeah, no, that could work. That's yeah. good. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans living in New York. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, not New York anymore. Didn't we just move them to Maine? Yeah, we just, yeah, we did actually. We moved them to Maine. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Unless you want North Dakota, boys. What's That's out it, there? Fucking it, ranches. The main or North Dakota. Yeah. yeah. The only, the, fun fact, the only reason I know Maine mm. is because fucking the chick that was the goalkeeper in Mighty Ducks 2 was from Maine. Was she really? You've got the, the most obscure fucking. The only reason I know Maine's estate because fucking Julie the Cat Gaffney is from fucking Maine. I know Maine because um, I reckon that's roughly the region. If, if just, let's say I had to move to North America. I reckon I'd be living in that kind of area, like in the northeast. Mate, and yeah. everyone from like Florida and Texas and, you know, the south is going to hate me because I would like to visit the south at some point and, you know, have some gumbo and shit and yeah. soul food and all that kind of crap. New, but New Orleans, baby. You New Orleans, baby. But it's like the climate and stuff that I like in the northeast yeah, you, where it's really cold. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you don't do well in humidity. I don't. I hate it. So, I'm south, very yeah. un-Australian of me. Like I hate the heat. Mm. I hate the sun. And I know it gets hot up there too. And you're like, oh, are we going outside? No, 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 bro. We're staying inside with the yeah. aircon pump. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's like, it's like woods and, and it's, it's like, like woods and bears and shit. That's, yeah. that's where I want to be, you know, live yeah. in a little cabin when it's snowing and uh, like Alaska. Kind of I think, I, like I, think Alaska, I probably yeah. would. I think I probably would like Alaska. Yeah. yeah it's just a little, Alaska is a little too trailer park though. You know, you kind of want to live around the rich white people, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> not the loggers right. and the crab fishermen. Right. Well, it's not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, should we get some end of roll court dates, sir? Please. I'm going to have to restart that. Uh, big music. Just pause for one second. I, I, I'm a, for, I guess maybe the uh, the expectations of, of court dates in general, I felt like they're a little bit lackluster lately. We've, it's been same old, same old, right? You know, it's same with the AFL this week. Someone fucking tested for some sniffy, sniffy. Sniffy, um, sniffy. Ducked down to Canberra for a week. And it's like, well, it happens. You know, you test positive. Yeah. But a sniffy, sniffy AFL court dates, well, whatever, move on. Yeah, we're, not, we're not the kind of show that will impugn a young rugby league. I definitely won't. 
in, uh, no, impugn that. a young rugby league player for doing a couple of lines on a Saturday night at a nightclub. That it's happens. like, you know what? Fuck, you know, this is not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, who cares? Well, they, who gives they, a fuck? They expect 20 year olds to be fucking no. yeah, the moral compass for you, Australia. You give 20 year olds millions of dollars and then tell them, tell them that hey. they're not allowed to go out and get fu- yeah. get laid and take drugs. It's like, good luck yeah. with that, mate. Good luck, <laughs> mate. Yeah, well done. <laughs> we did it for free. Like, fucking, you need to get paid millions. It's fine. Um, but I'm going to give a fucking tip of the hat to fucking PVL, Peter Volandis and Rugby League because they've gone, man, well, I've seen what the AFL's doing. We're going to fucking up our court dates, boys, because shit's got real, Damo. This isn't just regular NRL court dates. Mm-hmm. This is next-level fucking court dates. Yeah. Dragons 5-8 Junior Amone was found guilty of causing grievous bodily harm wow. whilst West Tigers young gun Masai Tuve was arrested and charged with gangland murders. Gangland murder. Great. This is happening in the off-season. What was the name of that football, that famous um, Patriots player, Greeno, who got put away for murder? Oh, uh, no. Hernandez? Hernandez, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. We got our own. We got our own Hernandez here. Brilliant. We do. I'm looking forward to the Netflix special already. Underbelly season 28. Underbelly. (laughs) Underbelly NRL. NRL, there you go. So you, you can, AFL fucking... You can take your little sniffy sniffy. We see that and raise you yeah. a grievous bodily arm. NRL just big dick. NRL just big dick the <laughs> AFL de- deviants. Just fucking did this one just yeah. on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Charged with a gangland murder. So gangland there we go. This murder. Is the... It's going to be hard to top that, Greeno. Dog, dog fighting doesn't even come close to that. No, man. I feel, I feel like a gangland murder is going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Um, we're almost talking. Uh, we need Dexter shit next, I think, mm. if we're going to top that. Dismemberment. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna Disemboweling. See, like, yeah. Disembowelment, like limbs just in someone's locker. Like, hey, we haven't found. <laughs> uh, you know what, Greeno? I bet, he's, I bet he's a Hamas synthesizer. 100% synthesizers from, from Homeless, bro. Homeless <laughs> um, synthesizer. Homeless synthesizer. That's really our call dates. Um,. I do this one quickly because it's been in the fucking queue for a while. I want to get it out of the way. Mm. We do you remember back on the show a while ago? We back when we used to be a sports show. Mm. We were talking about Mark Marquez because BE was fucking big yes. on Mark Marquez. Yeah, and he's like, man, like fucking this guy's gonna be the next superstar. Moto GP rider. Yeah, Moto GP rider, and we're like, oh, we're just like he's a rookie. How can he? How can he beat the guys that are in there? Danny Pedrosa, fucking Valentino Rossi. He's not going to beat them. You know, he's not going to beat anyone. And fucking, he ended up being an absolute superstar and won like six world championships. But the question that always came in the chat was, didn't understand the way we said it. Hmm. Like, what the fuck is a muck muckers? Because the way we say, like, muck muckers. What's a muck muckers? Muck muckers. I've realized. I was talking to my daughter uh, watching the MotoGP a couple of weeks ago. And I was talking about a particular rider, and she's like, "Dad, I do not understand what you're saying. What what is that? Like, what what are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's the rider." So I've realised the new Marquez is Pekka Bagnaya. Who? Exactly. That's the fucking point. Who's a Pekka Bagnaya? So- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Pekka Bagnaya. Pekka Bagnaya. <laughs> Feels like something a Greek fruiter would say when you're trying to so steal potatoes. This guy, this guy is the current MotoGP world champion and currently leading this year's Pecco, world champion. I'll slow it down for you. Yeah. Peko. Peko. Bangyaya. 
Peko Bangyaya. Yeah, but okay. when you say it in a normal Australian speed, Peko Bangyaya. We just, just call him Peko like, for short. It sounds, it sounds like one syllable. Where's he, where the fuck's there. where the fuck's he from then? He's Italian. He's Italian. Peko Bangyaya. So I take one nickname and a surname. Peck, that should technically be three syllables, right? Peck, oh no, sorry, four. Pekko bang yai ah, five syllables. And the Australian accent and natural inclination to say a word and speed of it yeah. turns out to be Pekka bang yai. Pekka bang Sounds Indian to me. It does a little bit. Pekka bang First um, world's first Sri Lankan MotoGP superstar, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So that's, 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 a new, that's a new Makmakes, because we don't understand what the Makmakes is. Yep. The new Makmakes is a Pekamanya. Pekamanya. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fantastic. That's scary. That, that joke fucking is so dumb and so stupid. But I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking telling this joke at some point on this program. That was a joke. <laughs> over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Because it's annoyed, like it's fucking annoyed my whole family for a week and a half. With just winning, t- winning TV in the chat said boppity boopity. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stupid, right? But it's, it's still fucking, it's still funny. Um, oh. Peck a bang Peck a bang do, do you see the MotoGP got r- rained out in nah, Australia? I don't watch MotoGP anymore. I you know why? But I always like watching the, the Australian. Uh, Australian Philip Island, right? But it was too wet and too windy. Like see, the wind see, was, I've was got so a, bad. I like stories about pinatas. I have been on this for a long time. I have been on this. It doesn't matter. I have been on this for a long time. There has been this sneaking into motorsport over the last 10 years, and it makes me really uncomfortable. Where it's safety. like, if it's, yeah, safety. We need to be safe. Safety, guys, safety. And it's really just a microcosm of the kind of cultural safety blanket that we're throwing around everybody now where everybody expects safety. But um, actually, you know what? It, it's it's hard for me to admit this. I actually saw an interview with Lewis Hamilton after the Qatar Grand Prix. Remember we had that discussion about Logan Sargent? People were passing out and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logan Sargent pulled the pin and, and I was adamant. And I'm like, no, he would have got more respect if he had have thrown up in his helmet and crashed because he passed out behind the wheel because that's what you fucking do. Yeah. You, you stay. I said every other driver finish the fucking race. Fernando Alonso is twice, he's old enough to be his fucking dad and he finished the fucking race. Now, yes, they were going on drips after the race and had to be lifted out of the cars and they were fucked up, but they all finished the race except for Logan fucking Sargent, who didn't. And I said, this is going to hurt him because he is the only one who pulled out and it makes Mm -hmm. him look fucking weak as piss. Now, I do not like that I'm now forced to agree with Lewis Hamilton because I think Lewis Hamilton's a fucking douchebag. But Lewis Hamilton was the only one um, who said, well, maybe I'm being controversial here, but this is an extreme sport. And, it is. Yeah. And, you know, you race to the fucking end. You race to the end of the uh, end of the race. And if you feel like you can't make it to the end of the race, then you train harder because there's a reason that nobody else except us can do this because it's fucking hard and it's supposed to be hard. So basically he was saying grow a pair and I, I have to agree with him. That's the whole fucking point. I, 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 there's something that makes me incredibly uncomfortable with people trying to introduce safety into an inherently unsafe activity. 
And the reason that it is the activity like motorsport, like MotoGP and Formula One, when they call it off and they say, oh, it's too wet, therefore it's too unsafe, fucking bollocks to that. No. The wet, wet no, makes sense. No, 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 no. The race is on. And if you can't do it, then you can't do it. That's fine. But the guys who can should be allowed they to drive and race yeah. and win. And if you can't, then that's fine. You're, I guess you're just not cut out for it then, which is, again, that's fine. Not that's everybody fine. can yeah. be. And the reason that they can't be is because it's an inherently dangerous activity. That's why we're all fucking watching it. Now, I've been saying to you for 10 years, the more they go down this safety path, the less fucking viewable, the less enticing this sport will become. Because well, it's less enticing because fucking Max Verstappen wins every race and there's no competition. But before but... him, that was it was Lewis Hamilton. But that's, my, that's my point. There's but... always one driver who's just... Ahead of everyone becomes but, unwatchable. But, that that disinterests me more than a driver fucking pulling a driver that's already dead last anyway, pulling out of a race in lap fifty six of seventy one because it's too hot. The danger is why it's a. The danger is why it's famous. If you take the danger out of it, it's just guys going around the track. Yeah, it's it ceases to be like the pinnacle of motorsport and all that kind of shit. And just a little side note too. Now I've made my point on that. Just a little side note too. I was watching an, you know, a bit of pre-race wank in the last Formula One race greener. And they were talking about uh, getting more women into Formula One, which is, you know, a very common thing these days. Like we need to get more women into Formula One, more women into Formula One. And I, I'm of the opinion, I'm like, yeah, yeah, fine. And I'm fine because they were Danica Patrick is he, she gets like um you know the TV kind of gig every time they're in the states right yeah she's uh, the she's the Taylor Swift of motorsport she's the Taylor Swift of motorsport she's like mid but she's hot for what she is yeah right yeah so she's you know she's there and she's giving her opinions and stuff and you can just tell Martin Brundle like you know Damon Hill these other guys who have actually raced in Formula One they don't pay too much. They don't give her too much credit in terms of like what her opinions are in racing. And if you actually listen to her and then there's that black chick as well, who, you know, she, she's done a little bit of racing as well, but you can tell that the things that they say, they're not really, they're not really tuned in. Right. They, they, they don't, they say very general things and they're like very easy things to say, but they're kind of just saying stuff. They're not giving yeah. you any insight specifically because it's very difficult. It's a, it would be a very, um, you know, not many people have driven Formula One. So not many people can actually speak from experience on it. You know what I mean? Now, I was thinking while they were promoting, promoting like getting more women into Formula One, and I was actually thinking about, yeah, I bet there's going to be a lot of fans out there who will say, oh, these girls shouldn't be, th- this will be like, uh, they, they, they're only getting the job because they're female kind of thing. And I legitimately thought to myself, so what? And I'll tell you why. If I'm running a Formula One team and I feel like I can make a couple of million dollars by hiring a woman, why wouldn't I? Because the reality is, if I'm the kind of Formula One team who would hire someone to make a couple of million dollars, I've already been doing it, but I've just been hiring douchebag rich boys anyway. So I've been hiring douchebag rich boys whose parents write them a check and sign over sponsorship deals so to guarantee their son a drive in my Formula One team. Now, if I can make the same amount of money by hiring a chick, why? what's the fucking difference? 
Yeah, it's exactly. The, what's what legitimately? What is the difference? There, yeah. And you know, people will say, "Oh, it's, it needs to be. It's the pinnacle of motorsport. Only the best should be doing it." And it's like, well, if you if you genuinely believe that, then you you're a fucking moron because mm-hmm. the reality is the bulk of Formula One fields for the last fifty years have not been the pinnacle of motorsport. They've been the richest guys who can the afford to ones, get a yeah. seat. Hence Lance Stroll, hence yeah. Logan Sargent, hence a whole so, bunch of. With that in uh, mind, if yeah. I was running a Formula One team, like let's say I'm running Williams, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try and find myself the most attractive female driver who's willing to have a crack at Formula One and say, would you be willing to do some nude photos or anything for a calendar? <laughs> would, you, would you be willing to do that? And we'll give you a seat. And you might say that's incredibly sexist. And I'm like, and I could, sexist. you could say it's incredibly sexist. It's a sexist button. No, 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 no. no, no. You, but nah, I would, I, hang button. on, hang on. I would say that I would be a bigger whore if I turned around to like a Russian oil magnate and said, how much money are you going to give me to let your son drive for me? I would, I would suggest, I would say to you that I'd be a bigger, that's more deceptive. That's more yeah, that's, that's underhanded. That's, uh, yeah, socially acceptable, yeah. is it? Socially acceptable. Let I would, the, uh, I would, the Russian driver. Who was the Russian driver that lost his seat? Uh, Nikita Mazepin. Nikita Mazepin. Really, yeah. he crashed the car every fucking second week. Now, his dad but, was like a fucking pig farmer or something or a goat farmer. I'm not sure. He, big, uh, big business in something. He was doing something. But again, I would, say, I would say to you, like, okay, so here's your options, right? Yeah. We can either hire the attractive uh, female racing driver. She's going to come last every race. Okay, we we appreciate that she's going to come last every race. She's come last, but if she's she going to crash it. She's doing better than Logan Sargent and fucking Lance but she's, Stroll. She's going to agree to do an OnlyFans account for us, okay? Oh. And she's going to wear our our merchandise while she's doing the OnlyFans, or or we can get the you know the awful ugly son of a Russian millionaire. Which one do you want? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. going with a girl every time because you know what? You'd get the love on social media and it'd be like an 100%. empowered, an empowered OnlyFans empowered, creator. Yeah. First ever thing. Yeah. First ever female in Formula One. Yeah. Yeah, we're during the week, during the week, she shoves things in her vagina for, for tips on OnlyFans and the on box, the weekend yeah. she drives really fast. I mean, these guys are pro-female, Greener. You say it's sexist. I don't. I say it's empowering. Gonna make a fun, uh, fun episode of Drive to Survive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Drive to survive and get off, Greener. And get off, exactly. Yep. Um, all right, let's end the show there. Uh, before actually, before we do go, uh, we 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 joke about fucking how we have no relevance on this show. Like, no one listens. We got fucking six listeners. Blah blah blah. No. I, I just want. I just sent you a DM of what I just saw was trending on Twitter right look. now. Okay. Oh my goodness gracious I me. So we just finished a conversation about Maine and moving a baseball team to Maine. You want to talk about us moving the media a little bit? Look at that. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. That is literally 10 minutes after we discussed moving the fucking New York Yankees to Maine. Trending on Maine. Trending Maine. Nice, Gary. 128,000. Obviously, 528,000. That's the blockhead effect, Greeno. That's the blockhead effect of us moving the Yankees to Maine. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. All right, good in the show. Uh, we're off next week. Uh, season 59 will come soon. We'll be back the week after that, though. We'll be back the week after. For the new season of the block. Yeah. Mate, we got, yeah we're spending uh, the whole, whole fortnight working hard. Uh, yep. putting together some good shtick yep. uh, akin to this mm. and just going off the, the groundswell yes. of our Huge. Yankees main. We'll be riding <laughs> the main wave all the way to the uh, finish line at the end of the year, <laughs> won't we? 
at the exactly. end of season 85 by the 85, time we get to December. The end of the year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth.